battle is going to be a classic because, as you as you know, I've been pumping Marty Leslie for a couple of years now. Alamu! Oh, oh. It's very easy to be exposed as an open side if you don't have your mate up your backside. They don't build him like that anymore. Does it for me to tingle up the spine, the tingle in the loins? Messy me, that could have put him in Ward 4. I hope not, Bill. That's a maternity ward. Looked like a blind man in a brothel just left groping. <laughs> Welcome to the Saddle Chat. Um, huge week down here, huge week, and we've got heaps to cover. Lots of tests and games and rugby league and... Plethora of activities. Yeah, all sorts. We're joined by uh, Huge, Eugene Superspreader-Smith. <laughs> Eugenia. Uh, Hope is Fridge. Um, Lars sifting around and uh, myself. Um, thanks for tuning in. Um, we're going to start off like we have been the last few weeks, just thanking a few uh, few volunteers around the club. I wanted to kick off with Tan. Yeah. How good. Good shout. I, rec- I feel like a team lifts when she's there. Mm. You need to win a game. You, I reckon you need her there. Guys need those profile photos. Yeah. But then you have those guys that just aware of where she is, yeah. you know? Yeah. You're, you're, Play to the camera. You're Reefs. Yeah, Reef. Mace. Mace, very aware. But go, goes out of her way as well. Like, went out to Like In the combo as well, like, Jeff was on the sideline doing touch judge duties as well. Mm. So This was actually one of my gear grinders coming up later. What, Jeff? No. <laughs> well, a little bit. But I hate that guy. Like, Tan, <laughs> what Tan's good at. She gets photos for both sides, mm. and then other photographers are just clearly yeah. their club's photos. Mm. Be better, but right? oh, what a combo though! Like Jeff um, and yeah, like Josh has left. He's not even yeah. playing. He finally left. He Aussie. doesn't even yeah. care anymore. He's mm. in a rang bull now. Isn't no, he? they're yeah. just they're just still going out to Nati Tour and terrible weather. Yeah, still doing their job. The sinkage fabricated there. They'd give you the heebie-jeebies, wouldn't it, Fridge? <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, we wouldn't get on the field too much. We kind of stayed nice and cosy in this uh, little uh, sheltered area. Uh, you know, one thing that Stash is probably struggling with at the moment is just his lack of new profile pics. That is, you know, there's new club. Mm. He hasn't got a personal photographer there to get him when he dots down. He's been on a few videos lately of some pretty good tries by is the uh, Narang Bulls, eh? Narang Bulls? Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Narang. Mm. Sinkage Factor. Um, Sinkage Factor. Your fridge sent me out to take the photo at half time. Yeah. I took yeah. two steps and I was like, I want a photo for half time. And he's uh, volunteered to go out. Mm. So I followed his. Purely just for the jet planes, though. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So, <laughs> so if he's in any slippery spots, I was like, I'll go the other way there. Yeah. 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 Gee. Yeah. You didn't, you didn't bother at uh, Mouldy Bank. You stayed on the concrete down there. Yeah, no, it was, it was got a good video of my conversion though, but not the try, which was disappointing. We'll touch on that game later. Yeah, the ball, the ball was going across, and I was like, I should pull my phone out here, but then I didn't want to get you going around that old man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you wanted that on footage or not. Yeah, yeah, I was pretty gutted when they subbed that old man for yeah, a my boy, yeah. younger guy. Was that the guy with the long johns? No, yeah, typically, yeah, long johns. <laughs> he was really long. He was an athlete though. You should have seen. They weren't compression. <laughs> Oh, he no. was straight into the wild, wild west, bro. <laughs> they, were, they were wool, yeah. They were, they were for, they were for blooming, yeah. When you, you know, sit in front of the campfire with scrogging, yeah. yeah. You don't be wearing those, and, yeah. But 
Yeah, his upper hut. He was chewing on a piece of hay. He was there, old mate. He bought them before you could buy things on the internet. (laughs) He was older than Maori Bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. His name is Maori Bank. (laughs) (laughs) Great try, though. (laughs) No, but good, good result out at uh, Maori Bank. Why the boys? Any other volunteers? uh, Quick volunteer shout outs. Oh yeah, I'll give my my mate Sue a shout out. Oh, um, get so off it! We haven't scissored him in a while. <laughs> no, last time I was on, we scissored him. But um, no, shout out to him. He's actually been out doing a bit of volunteer coaching, um, under sixteen Willowman week this week. So giving up his time and oh, nice. a non-paid role. I know it's for his development as well and coaching and his guy aspirations. But yeah, shout out to him for nice. putting that time time aside. So in the wet weather, mm. done a good job, Sue, this year. Yeah. Nice compliment. See you in double. Two mm. very different, uh, real yin and yang. Yeah. Yes, he is the yin to double yang. <laughs> Absolutely. No other mm. volunteers, Fridge? Um, just, uh, just as just usual, on, on the quietest night of the year, down here, there's still food there waiting for people to eat. So shout out to the people that prepped there. And uh, La had to wait behind while everyone else kind of watching the game and and stuff so she managed the bar and closed down as well so mm. yeah nice uh, we've been uh, we've had some delicious fry bread put on by Hope tonight I've been crucified for not putting my butter on the inside gotta put it on the inside to be fair <laughs> you started with no butter which was the first problem I went I went nuts on the jam though mm. yeah it's protocol here heck you've got to be rid of that um, you've got to you've got to slice it open and get inside for a drink. Yeah, oh, I completely agree. Yes, yeah. and because it evens everything out, you know. Mm. Plus, it soaks it in when you're on the uh, the inside there. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> uh, anyway, the under twenties boys are back uh, after a good campaign. Overseas, good to see them back at training. Is I'll just jump in real quick, Hank, before you move on to the 20s. I said it before off air, but there's this fry bread, and I know I've I haven't had much to to a lot of your surprises there. Some of the best fry bread I've had, yeah. Well done, spread that out there, yeah. Okay, but yeah, the boys are back. The boys are back now. Boys are back, Riley and um, Peter. Good to see them mm-hmm. at training. Is happy to have them back. Oh, absolutely. Um, both boys had a Quite a load actually over in um, in Australia, especially Riley played three games. Pete played two of the three, um, as did Harry as well. We'll mention Harry, but um, yeah, look the yeah the twenties boys. I, I think we mentioned it obviously amongst our own chat, but um, this this fell through last year. Uh, we we named a pretty strong twenties group last year, probably one of the stronger ones we would have had since we last won anything of note back in seventeen. <clears throat> So we were excited to, yeah, head up to Aussie and, and give them a good nudge last year. But uh, as it worked out, um, yeah, that wave of COVID came through. So we had to um, put a domestic campaign together for them, which they um, they managed to win four from four, played Wellington, um, uh, Waikato side, um, Tasman, and then finished with Cook Islands. Um, yeah, so this year was great to finally just get the boys across to Oz and, um, yeah, get some footy. So they beat Argentina in a warm-up game by 30, 30 40 points. Um, and then competition proper, put 70, I think it was on Fiji. 
uh, beat Argentina, who were pretty plucky for the first half, and then mm. I think 34-9, I think it finished, but that Aussie game, so I'll, I'll, I'll just tell a bit of a story, there was um, the last time the last time we played Aussie was 2019, because obviously since COVID-2020, we have been able to get over there, or, or, or have they been able to come over here, so it's been four years, uh, three years uh, since we played them, so our um, the coaches with the analysts were able to clip some of the footage from the last time we played them, 2019, Aussie beat us, and, um, and there was a lot of head rubbing and a you know, bit of how's your father and a bit of that off the ball. Um, and so they, yeah, they clipped that and showed it to our boys. And um, and our boys, yeah, basically just had um, one task and that was to do a number on them. And they did, so 69-12, can't get more, um, yeah, can't be, well, I guess, yeah, more more thorough than than that. So, yeah, good, good. Um, yeah, good, good way to finish their um their little tour across the yeah across the way, and, and like you say, good to have the boys back. So uh, Riley was back a few days after Pete because mm. Riley stayed on for some game that was on last night um, up in Brizzy, which we won't talk too much about. <laughs> but I'm um, good to have them back in the mix, and yeah, um, yeah, obviously looking forward to um, seeing seeing their wares on Saturday, which we'll, we'll chat about at some stage. But they'll they'll come off the pine, and yeah, hopefully able to help us um, get a result against a, a pretty strong tower team. We'll come at night. Riley had a bit of a tan. Couldn't really tell what's been on Brizzy, Pete. <laughs> Just kidding, Pete. Ten minutes in. <laughs> about to kick this guy out. <laughs> you know, great to have those boys back. Um, to uh, Angel in the, the Manu Sena, did anyone catch that game? No, did you catch that Sorry, so in our group chat, um, after the game had finished, Lau was asking when the game was kicking off. So oh. <laughs> I think she might have missed that one. Missed the bus. Um, Angel started in both uh, both games. I think Lou said in that first game yep. against Tonga, yep. uh, which they won 25-17. And then she moved to the tight head for the game last night against Papua New Guinea. Yeah, yeah. Oh, showing that she can play both sides mm. of the scrum. Angel's got the she's got the perfect build for a prop. I mean, usual usual pressure would know more, but um, perfect build. Yeah, yeah. is a good build for a prop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, no. She's she's been impressive. Um. You're good to see a handful of Wayne's and girls in there. Um. But obviously, great to see Angel. Um. Yeah. I, I guess Joe Herbert's silly being able to play on both sides, and hopefully she'll be in the mix again on Sunday when they play their last game against Fiji, which will. Yeah, Jeez, that Fiji women's team is pretty scary. Eh? They've put yeah, up some big good. scores lately. Mm. Is there much of a program after this for for these teams? Is there a one? No, so Fiji is the only team of the four there that have qualified for World Cup. Oh, yeah. So good prep for them. But in saying that, um, the Mangosina girls will play Fiji on Sunday. If they can get a result there, they'll probably show that they should be in the World Cup as well. Um, as it turns out, you know, they're not in the mix yet, but um, great prep for Fiji, aren't they? How many teams in the the women's World Cup? I want to say twelve. Yeah, I want to say twelve. I don't think, I don't think it'd be any more than that. Generally, it'll be twelve, and I'd have three pools of four. Mm. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, had it been sixteen, um, yeah, possibly Tonga and Samoa would have been in the mix as well. Who did Fiji beat by? Like one hundred and fifty-eight. No, they get yeah. 54-0 like that. yeah. it's a tough old game and then right? they lost to Samoa by quite a hefty score as well wasn't it yeah 91-0 last yeah. night in the wet Ooh, so, mm. Jeez. 
Uh, well, well done, Angel. Uh, on to on to Jacks. Pretty good showing in the Black Ferns trial. I watched that game. It was pretty good. Um, <clears throat> what did you guys make of it? When did they name that squad? When did they name the Black Ferns yeah. for World Cup? Uh, it wouldn't be too far away now. Yep, they've had the trial. Yeah. Hope she gets in again. Mm. Hope so. She had a good game. Uh, they're, they're making some, they're cutting some big profile. Oh, yeah. Warm the way. They, what's the, sorry, the old captain's name? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. gone. So there's no uh, loyalty there. They're looking for a new squad for the... Yeah, Eloise Blackwell yeah. was... Um, she didn't play the uh, games that they just had, but she played pretty well in that trial, mm. though. Yeah. Scored a pretty uh, good try, too. So, yeah. yeah, it's a bit of competition for Jax, but he's hoping she can yeah. make a way in. Some big changes, though, on the... When does the World Cup kick off? Uh, I want to say October. Yeah, jeez. Yeah, not far away. It's good to see Vic. She's yeah. Yeah. back. Yeah, yeah. She brings something completely different <clears throat> in that sort of... Skillful um, pivot play. Yeah. Very skillful. Big girl, too. Funny interview the other night as yeah, well. Yeah. Um, so, real character. Oh, so, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, she just calls a spade a spade. Um, and say what's on her mind, which is good. So, yeah, no, it's going to be interesting to see who, who makes the cut, who misses out. Mm-hmm. Um, Lions, Yona, um, Peter Riley, and of course, Blackie back in the Lions squad. Be happy with that, Fridge? You're pretty wrapped. I think we'll. Almost expecting Peter and Riley to mm. to get signed. Stoked for Yona. Oh, he's had such a good season. Eh? Pretty massive, like usual. Probably be pretty happy with that as well. Like making the switch from kind of second and back row into prop, and then getting signed as a prop. It's epic. Mm. It's not easy. Jesus had a big season though, huge. Yeah, no, nah, it's it's. I don't think it's ever been. Well, I don't know of anyone that's ever gone or been contracted to the Lions one year as a loose forward, and then in one year's time be contracted in a completely different position mm. and not just any position but a front row position which is mean props I think, I think Jacob Ellison made the, a similar but I don't, yeah, think I don't know if he'd done it that quick though wasn't that quick yeah, like yeah. he I don't think he was signed at all um, and then he switched in club and then eventually made his way into Lions and Hurricanes and that but to do it that quickly mm. like a Yuna, Yuna's done is pretty impressive so and he deserves it too it's not like he's just got a contract because he was contracted last year and so they've put him in there as a project he's mm. fully deserved it like the way he's sort of uh, moved into that role has been yeah pretty impressive and a lot of work obviously gone in by Peck and I know his buddy Salvo's been working with him over summer as well so um, in tandem in terms of making them move across as well so no, it's full credit into yeah. Fridgey as well Scrumming aside his work rate around the park I'd say the best in, in Wellington rugby as a prop yeah. just gets around heaps of work his efforts like some of the things you don't even see and don't end up seeing unless you're watching the footage and stuff like him check like scrambling on D and mm. things like that. Just, yeah. Yeah, his 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 physicality and work rate on D is for me was has been insane this year. Yeah. yeah. It's guys um, don't often run into him twice. It's gonna be interesting to see how he goes in this level. Like it's gonna be a challenge and he's gonna have some tough moments. Yeah. Um that'll be given, but I think he realizes it. Even sort of talking to him at the start of this year before club, he realized that some days he's just gonna not in like not not everything's gonna go his way, so he, he understands it. But he's got a pretty good ment- mentality with that as well. Like he's pretty keen to just get in there, give it his all. Um, good attitude about it as well. Which is yeah, good. I think it's what he needs though. He needs to lose a few just to know what it's like, yeah. and you get the learnings out of that. He hasn't lost too many this year. Nah. Uh, well done, Yona, Peter Riley, and uh, and Blackie, Black Dog, the Black Dog. Um, is the uh, Māori campaign's come to an end. We'll touch on the, the game in a bit, but you happy with, with the two games you've had? And 
Oh yeah, it, boys I, look pretty happy in camp. And that I think I think in a nutshell, grateful for the two games because the Māori All Blacks have been you know been crying out for tier one opposition for mm. a long time. They haven't played in Ireland since. Well, they played them in 2010. I don't know if they've played them since. Um, but you, you know, the, your matches against your Ireland, your England, your France. I don't. I can't remember if when they last played for, but a few and far between. So an opportunity to play Ireland. Ireland. We're going to be here to play three tests against the ABs. And we had that first game locked in, which happened, obviously, a couple of weeks ago. So to, to even get the second game over the line, it took a, a bit of doing. At the end, we entered our needed to fork out to bring an extra 12 players over in order for Ireland to have um, the cattle to be able to throw an extra game in there. We paid for that. Yeah, we paid. We covered We covered bringing more Irish players over so we could lock in that second game. And mm. for, oh. a, for, a mean, yeah, for a meaningful campaign for the Māoris, so we, we needed a, at least a two-match series to kind of at least allow, allow the student break even. Um, so, yeah, so to get that one first start, which was awesome, which was awesome. Um, and then obviously we reassembled last week, played on Tuesday, went down 20, 30, 30 to 24. I, I mean, there were a lot of areas. I mean, you know, obviously I think Josh Yuan has been... Um, you know, been sort of touted in the media as probably not having one of his best games, and obviously as pivot, it's it's crucial that your ten is yeah is um is on song. But um yeah, look, the other thing as well is we played in Hamilton. I think we had thirty one players up there when we came to Wellington. Sam Knott couldn't come down because he has now had baby. Uh, Josh Dixon couldn't come down as starting lock because he is due to have baby, and there's another player that escaped me. So it's one of those things. We had twenty eight players in camp. It's only a two-match series, and the coaches have to balance. Shivers, you you know, you, you want to ensure everyone gets a run, at mm-hmm. least. You know, so obviously you were seen on the weekend. Oh, sorry, when I said, well, the game just gone. I mean, Nankerville and Sullivan were the mid- midfield pair, whereas obviously in Waikato a couple of weeks earlier was Mika um, Pohipi and uh, Billy Proctor. You know, mm-hmm. so some changes there, which, yeah, which they obviously uh, is always going to affect um, the way you're going to play the game. Island Royal is going to be better. Um, but as it turned out, we just, yeah, just too many areas. Unfortunately, we couldn't nail them and, and get a clean sweep in that series, which would have been awesome for, mm-hmm. for Māori campaign. But game aside, results aside, just another awesome um, couple of weeks. And the guys, they had their Pūrpūraiki last night where from the game, they went upstairs and chilled with family and friends at the stadium and then they went back to the, had their blowout feed. And then um, we kind of just, yeah, Reeled them all up before the boys obviously got a wee bit carried away on the old brown water, but just yeah, had 30, 40 minutes to kind of go around one by one, share what they yeah, what they enjoyed about <coughs> the campaign and and how they felt. And they were it was, it's some pretty it's pretty emotional time. The guys are it's a team that um and I spoke to Larry tonight about it is um what the guys want to come into in the Maori campaign is that they want it to be unique and they want it to be mm. authentic and it, they want it to be Maori. You don't want it to be an extension of any other rep team you play, like your Mitre or All Club or Super or the All Blacks. It's it's a it's a completely new and so yeah, that's where it's it's really integral that yeah that obviously they're going to get that high performance piece of it, your nutrition, your your training, your, your everything like your you know. It, but it's it's off the field where you know you can really I guess enjoy and enhance being Maori and just you know. So for a lot of us in the camp that. Aunt, Aunt Māori, you know, you kind of pause that Polynesian bloodline that you have and you're Māori for a couple of weeks, which is awesome. So, yeah, so cool to kind of fully immerse yourself in that. 
Um, always tough to kind of have to, you know, leave a campaign, but man, it was um, a good couple of weeks. And like you say, 40 wise, it would have been nice to to get a you know, get a clean sweep over a pretty strong Irish team. I mean, and people will say, oh, it's, it's Island B or whatever, but you think about it, these guys are still test players. Oh, yeah. um, a majority of them come from Leinster and some of them have moved on from Leinster, but, but mate, it's, you know, it's, uh, Ireland have, have been, you know, picking off some pretty good international teams recently. So mm. there's some good players in there and yeah, we walk away one, one all, but yeah, another awesome campaign. That's a great idea, subsidising, bringing those extra guys out for yep. those two games. That's yep. real good. Yep. And both teams win, eh? Because Ireland get those, those midweek games and they get to mix those old veterans with some new young guys yep. and yep. just a wicked experience. Exactly. Eh? And, and for the Māori boys, I mean, you know, we've spoken about TJ, Brad, Cullen Grace, Tyrell, guys who've been All Blacks who mm. would have been um, disappointed to not make the All Blacks for the, mm. obviously, the All Black Irish series. But they get an opportunity to... Um, you know, get back to being among some of the boys, you know, um, immerse themselves in their culture, still play, obviously, a high level of footy and push, you know, put their best foot forward for, you know, obviously the All Blacks got tests coming up. So, you know, you're Argentina and Aussie and South Africa before the end of your tour. At the end of the end of the year, hopefully you've got a good number of these players part of the All Black side or the All Black 15 side, which will be touring at that time of the year too. Yeah. Cool. We'll touch on that game in a bit. Um, Ruben Love, how good. Jeez. So good, man. Um, before we break down the, the village games from the weekend, um, Fridge, what are you watching? What are you wearing? What are you doing? Um, what are you wearing? <laughs> I think it was last week. Was it last week that I went to watch Thor with the boys? I've seen Thor. Uh, then at the hat pop up. What'd you think? Uh, the hat pop up. Yeah, nice little <laughs> pop up uh, theater there. Nah. In, in the Hut City Baptist. Yeah, it was yeah. a bit cheesy, but it was a good watch. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was fun. Yeah. Maybe too many, yeah. Too many have, Has jokes. everyone at the table seen it yet? Okay. We won't talk about it. Good bad guy, though. Yeah, and a couple of cool little surprises there. Yeah. A couple of good surprises. Mm. Um, uh, also, uh, American Made, just on Netflix. I've seen it before with Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah. And he's a drug trafficker. Oh, right, yeah. And he crashes the plane in, like, the suburbs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. True story. Wow. Uh, good watch, yeah. Real good watch. Um, Top Gun Maverick, anyone? How good? No, I'm going to watch this tomorrow. Go and see it. Pretty still at movies? Tough to do a sequel. Still at the movies, yeah. Tough to do a sequel. I think they really pulled it off. Pays homage to the original, but... <clears throat> Yeah, definitely. Um, that lost what I was going to say. <laughs> um, Hope? Love Island, what's the goss? Oh, how good. Casa, talk me through Casa, it. Uh, it's real bad TV. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't think anyone wants to listen to this. <laughs> about uh, Love Island. Yeah, you, you think that. Yeah. A lot of guys from Rover Club came up to me this week and said, they enjoyed the. Uh, yeah, what about old, old Jack's just giving the old rugby boys a bad name, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, not great from him. Here's good value, though. I'm gutted he's gone. I haven't watched that yet, but it's fine because I actually like watching the spoilers on TikTok. So oh, okay. Yeah, you no, know, gutted Jack's is gone. Luke is getting a bit uh, needy. He could be gone. 
Fridge, what do you think about Love Island? What's what's it on Netflix? Neon. Neon. Yeah, I'm deactivating my neon. <laughs> um, I did actually start um, The Old Man, a new Jeff Bridges one on Disney. Real good. It's kind of like Taken, but he's like old. So people were coming after him. Good. The Old Man. It's called The Old Man. I am. Um, I love Jeff Bridges. I went to the movies the other day and saw Buzz. Did Buzz like you? Oh, yeah, good. I thought it was good. As good as the old Toy Stories? Definitely not. Yeah. A bit of a twist in it. Oh, yeah. A bit of inception on there. Um, oh. Don't want to give away any spoilers in case the kids are listening, but. Okay. She's here, the old man, a former CIA operative that <clears throat> learns to ensure his future, he must reconcile his past. Starring Eugene Smith. <laughs> <laughs> that pass will catch up with you, Hugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I have been watching the new season of um, What We Do in the Shadows. Have you guys seen that that movie? Kiwi yeah. film. There's an American series. It's quite good. Yeah. Same sort of plot. Some good lols. They wrote that over a pretty long time. Um, him and Jermaine wrote yeah. it over like five, maybe more years. Mm. Um, because when they just got had a free few days, they'll get together, write a bit, meet up again in a year, write more. Yeah, mm. well, that's what we're watching. Uh, on to some uh, some village games. Prem's had the buy fridge. Did you have a productive uh, Saturday though? A little bit of a blowout game replacement. Yeah, the boys had a training on uh, Saturday morning, followed by a bit of bricky. Uh, just purely games and um, uh, a bit of fitney. Um, <clears throat> hey. uh, and then um, for myself, I just went out and watched the uh, Paraplum uh, Prim Reserves game and then a bit of the Prezies. And then had a sober weekend. Lame. Yeah. Uh, you, you touched on the the, uh, the Prem Reserves. What did you make of that game? Who stood out? TP stood out. Um, just plays like he's got so much time with the ball. Eh? Mm. Um, and then he had guys like Riggs outside him. Uh, Rampage was playing fullback. Oh. Was he? Yep. Gee, some of those uh, Rampage highlights were great. Yeah. That guy that he bumped off went sliding for about eight metres on his back. Jeez. He almost sends him back to the changing rooms. He's in the marina. Um, Someone check on him. Porter played really well. Uh, the Fords rumbled. Uh, yeah, just a real good game to watch. Is mm. any standouts for you uh, <clears throat> in that clash? Uh, no, for just pretty much. Um, and I think Sam Tunisia was pretty handy mm. in parts. We talked about Tan Slice earlier on, and Sam scored his first try, and then he knew where Tan was and looked right down the barrel <laughs> of, um, of their lens. It was pretty cracker when I flick it through the but no, he, he was handy. Salvador looked pretty good um, in patches. Um, they're a good group, man. When they, click, mm. they get together and they, they click there, you know, look, obviously, Parapin might not be one of the stronger teams running around in that grade, but you still got to put the 60 or points that they did on the park. And it was a man, that field was atrocious. Like, mm. I think Parramatta Clean, um, they trained on that field. <laughs> but um, there were some other fields on the other side. I know the Colts were having a run. Yeah, surely, um, 
I think our reserves were prepared to play on the number one, but the Parramatta team decided to play on number two. So, right. whether it was part of their game plan to have a bit of a you know swamp and, mm. and kind of slow it down. Yeah, slow it down and, and um, yeah. But as it turned out, our boys were still able to put some big uh, big numbers on that scoreboard. So. Yeah, well done to the boys and all the best for yeah preparation for another big one this week. Yeah, they're peaking at the right time, mm. the reserves. Uh, the Brotherhood had the buy. They've got the, the Vatos this weekend, so hope they've trained well. Or is that? Yeah. They haven't been beaten in like three or four years. They haven't lost since 1971 or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, they're pretty good. Oh, yeah. And that's it here, eh? Yeah. I think it's here with the red course. They've, they've, got a, they've got a pack weight of 1,500 kgs as well. Eh? well you better watch out. There's a tsunami coming. <laughs> Uh, the Colts, solid win against uh, the X-Men up in High Tido Park, 33-7. Anyone talk to any any Colts boys? Uh, talk to Jonesy about it. Oh, yeah. Um, he said, because the X-Men Colts have actually been doing all right mm. this year, they've um, put a bit of emphasis on it this year, um, sometimes to the detriment of their prems. But, uh, yeah, no, they're, they're a handy side, the X-Men Colts. Um, and by all accounts, the our boys didn't actually have their best game. Um, they probably could have played better and a few more points on them but they got the job done um, yeah that's probably about it not their best performance but still they've got the job done which is great and also good signs for later in the year as well Where'd you talk to any was or any of the balls? No I um, just heard um, I think was is pretty happy they've been they were just after just some real kind of competitive footy which is what they got um, after a couple of kind of you know uh, weekends off with the holidays and um, a couple of one-sided games. Mm. Um, and I think they got what they wanted out of that. They go into a bye this weekend and then... Uh, OBU to finish the round, eh? Pretty much a, Huge. a, a final there for a, mm. a Johnny Kelly. Yep. Mm. Um, but yeah, pretty excited for these boys. Uh, the Prezies. This is 15 all here. You know, it wasn't 15 all. You guys won, eh? Yeah. Not by much. Geez, it got heated out there. Mm. Yeah. Real heated. Were you guys there towards the end? We left uh, maybe 10 minutes into the second half. Yeah. It got sick of it. There were a few, um, few house fathers, a few, Bob <laughs> drunk, a few Bob's your uncles out there. Yeah. It was get, it's getting <laughs> pretty loose towards the end there. Good I to think. see uh, Monga out there. Oh, he scored a cracker of a try, too. And Moy. Moy yep. uh, was tearing game. around. Didn't see Joey Hopkins out there, though. Nah. He refuses to play. Scared. Mm. Um, yeah, nah, turned into a, a bit of a, uh, a tussle, that one. Mm. Um, the referee was pretty long in the tooth. He'd seen a few winters. Mm. And I'm sure he's been a great servant over the years, but the game kind of turned into a league game. It was Every ruck was a, was a penalty. Yeah. Just get back to him. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did play pretty, uh, pretty early, eh? Yeah. Um, and Upper Hutt loved the quick tap. Mm. Yeah. And Joey Collins loved tackling guys running from a quick tap. <sighs> yeah. You got to change your tactics. Yeah, you do. Geez, he can still hit, eh? You, you don't really want to be uh, entertaining a one-two cut and precious great when you're playing uh, the villagers here yeah, because I, I saw one of those hits coming. I could see Joey. Oh, yeah. He had planted his foot and he was going to assassinate whoever was coming his yeah. way and he did. And it was bad. pretty ugly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I, one time he just nailed some guy and I just saw the whites of his eyes. His life flashed before his eyes. It was <laughs> so bad. Yeah, mm. what though? Um, but you've got to stop running it straight. You've got to change your tactics <laughs> at that stage. Yeah, but some self-preservation. In that grade, like sometimes it's all you have. <laughs> yeah. You just gotta go, you know? Yeah. Um that game on Saturday, first it's, it's the most I've ever seen Lowell run at a line <laughs> and tackle or try to tackle. He put in a couple of good tackles. He's really done some good things for his uh, physicality. Hmm. Another try hack. Yeah, another try. Have, have you scored every single game you played Prizzy this year? Yeah, four. Yeah. four Don't tries. celebrate that, eh? Yeah. Although that one in the other week, debatable. Yeah, given. Because yeah. irrelevant. Yeah. The referee game. ref. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty loose. Well, you'll see... fun boy at the bottom of that right? How many tries you got this year, Hope? <laughs> Zero. La, how many tries you got? <laughs> yeah, so I'm just sitting on four. Four off three games. Um, no, nah, great environment. Um, had a great shower after the game. <laughs> Intimate setting there at Mouldy Bank. Yeah, very. Um, well, most people would have showered in, there, in that group, wouldn't Yeah, they? it was good, yeah. Showered naked with a lot of men that day. It was good. Mm. Real good. Gee. How'd you contain yourself? Oh, it was tough. Poor was tough. Being- Nah, he couldn't play this oh, week, which is disappointing because I hear, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it wouldn't have, been seen, wouldn't have been seen before an 80 minute game and a three hour shower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really, doesn't normally work like that, heck, but yeah. Oh, <laughs> he upped the prezies. <laughs> um, the netballers, anyone heard? Any news from Destiny or? We heard anything. No. Flip me a message. Uh, Destiny, we'll uh, get some netball posts up. Um, other, uh, other, other, other results in the in the Jubilee and and uh, Hardham Cup. Paniki sixteen, Tower thirty six. Tower coming right at the right time of the season, or maybe wrong time for us, Fridge. What are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, unlucky PK. Um, yeah, it's always get up this time of year. Mm. Good result for them. Um, watched a little bit of the game on Saturday. I think it was kind of the back end. That was at Kilburnie Park, eh? Yeah. And yeah, the party starters out there, driving them around the park. Yeah. Does that give you the warm and fuzzies? Uh, Hugh, you going to get back out there this weekend? No. No. Uh, maybe for Prizzies. There you go. Javel this week. Um, North Prems 35, MSP. 29. What a game. Anyone catch those highlights? Yes. Yeah, I, I think huge. Watch that game as well. I mean, um, North got out to a flyer. We were out by 20-odd. Um, MSP sort of reeled them in. Um, but yeah, like, I, I think like huge mentioned, um, North almost looked like they were doing everything mm-hmm. to lose there. Um, so yeah, so they'd be happy to yeah get away with that result. But um, yeah, look, MSP just showed, you know, they, you know if they can stay in it, stay in the fight, they, they're going to Push a lot of teams, but yeah, as, it, as it turned out, um, yeah, North too good. And just going back to that Port Nicotel game, I, look, it's, it's no excuse, um, but but I know Port Nicotel were missing a lot of um, oh, okay. their starting backs. I think they had five of seven um, that weren't available. Obviously, Parker was available. Oh, Roberts and yeah. um, Alnini, I think, was crook. Yeah. Um, just trying to think, Josh Walsh on the 10. So, yeah, that, that's always going to be disruptive, to uh, um, especially when you come up to, a, I guess, a, a do-or-die game against the likes of Tower, so you need to have all your mm. artillery kind of ready and available. And 
yeah, look, we we get to I guess take on the yeah that powerhouse of the style this week, and yeah, we'll uh, we'll, look, we'll look forward to that. Yeah, big challenge. Yeah, that uh, North MSP game, as you said, like North looked like they're going to run away at the start, but then a couple of interesting interesting decisions. Um, and Laudy must be back in the game, but credit to MSP as well. They played pretty well to get back into it, and pretty uh, willing affair, pretty physical. Um, but then North come right at the end and, and managed to seal the deal. But yeah, North is going to be dangerous. Um, obviously, benefiting from having uh, Duplessis and Jackson, and I'm not too sure what TJ's status is for this week. Yeah, or, TJ and Connor obviously be with yeah, the Maldives. Connor, yeah. Lenny obviously can't because he's contracted to Auckland for NPC, but yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if TJ and Connor will. Jeez. Yeah, pull on so the yeah, North, North's going to be tough. Um, mm. Like, yeah, semi final this week against uh, Harold Boys, and uh, yeah, and then never know what, what might happen from there. Mm. And then, yeah, that Pornicke Tawa game, like Pornicke win it. Um, the first half, uh, it was a pretty close game. It was a bit to and fro, like Tawa will score, then Pornicke will score. And, um, but then just towards the end, Tawa pulled away a bit. Mm. Got a few crucial tries. Do you reckon uh, Tej or Connor would start? Uh, I don't know if they'll start. I don't know if they'll start. Yeah, even if they're if, if they're in the twenty-two. Um, but yeah, no, look if they get Connor, because um, I, I I think Lossie's up. So if they get Connor, that'll that'll be a straight swap, I think. But um, yeah, look if, if TJ's named to play. I mean, the Luke Coppini played nine normally mm-hmm. for them, eh? But um. Yeah, look, if they, if they get any of those guys, either of those, if, if not both, yeah, they'll be tough to roll for, for the Eagles, um, even though it's at the nest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, yeah, pretty um, pretty exciting. Both both games are, yeah, to look forward to. Yeah. Yeah. Forward, eh? yeah. Mm. Uh, into the Harden Cup, Ori's 65, the Axemen 11. That's disappointing for the Axemen in such a historic year, Fridge. Yeah, I mean, uh, we all thought it was going to be a big game, for a uh, big year for the Axemen. Uh, apparently they're pretty recruiting pretty hard at the moment. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> but they they do every year. Have uh, you had have you had offers? Head coach offers? No, just <laughs> of players I've heard. Oh, okay. I've heard rumors. Um, but yeah, it's a it's, it's a one way uh, race there. Mm. Get up the outside. Uh, there was no howling out at uh, Nianville, OBU seventy four and Avalon nil. Um, disappointing for Avalon, but their second team looks pretty pretty hot in the uh, in the Cheney round. Um, Isn't it crazy though? Seeing names like Ori's and OBU on the Harlem Cup. Insane. Uh, upper Hut thirty six, Javel seventeen. Yeah, I think we've all kind of picked that up a hut where they've been coming right, I guess, in this, um, especially in the second round. Yeah, tough for Jabal, obviously they yeah, they started with the Hiss and the Roll mm. this year and rolled MSP and pushed some other clubs pretty pretty because they they'll be gutted. Um obviously scrum coach Huge Smith will be gutted as well that mm. they they weren't able to um yeah, go go I guess push a wee bit further in the Harden Cup round than they would have liked to. So yeah. But mm. um no, nah, good on uh, good on the old Maidstone Mad- merger up ahead mm. and from Mataka. Hopefully they'll um back themselves going into I don't know which side of the draw they're on, but or who they play. Disappointed for you and the Hawks, huge. <laughs> it was one session. <laughs> it was actually with the Colts, which doesn't make it better because they got beaten by 100 points the other week. But... <laughs> um, scrum went well, apparently. Mm, nice. Yeah. Um, Paraplum 10, Omata 14. Still alive. It's way too close. Eh? Like... Yeah, well... Paraplum aren't bad, though. Yeah. 
How do you mean way too close? Should have well, been well, one yeah, should hmm. should have cleared a little bit more than that. I know the Australian not numbers great aren't there. But the next games for this this round said there's game for Hardham Cup are gonna be real good ones. Yeah. Yeah. Bangers. We'll get to that later. Mm-hmm. Well, let's dissect that uh, the Maori game a bit more. Is what you like, what you dislike? Yeah, look, I, what I did like was that first. You guys would have seen that first set piece try. That's oh, oh, incredible! Man. How good was that, Stevenson? Like, man, just underrated. Like when Shooter got the ball, he was still twenty meters mm. from the edge, and still had a man in hand. And that we basically it basically got outside the Irish. The Irish defence, like it yeah. was so well executed, you know, having TJ at ten, which is interesting. Along, I think, I think Billy Harmon took the ball from the halfback. Yeah, I rate Harmon. TJ, T- oh, Harmon's phenomenal. Yeah, mm. um, wouldn't look, wouldn't look out of place in that no. public setup. Yeah, one day, hopefully. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, that that yeah, that was yeah, that was pretty good to watch. Um, the tries they put on, Rubes came on, even Brad Weber's last try. So they just showed that when when they're on, they can they can just yeah, yeah put teams away. Just yeah, it was just a real shame that unfortunately, um, yeah, far too many years. But um, yeah. apart from that, obviously, uh, huge and and uh, and my my mate Samuel Williams were big fans of big props. He um, came off the bench and looked pretty good in some oh, of those scrums, man. Fire out. So yeah, no, good to see some of those boys um enjoy themselves in this environment. And um, and like I said earlier, just yeah, sort of put their best foot forward and yeah. and hope for a, a, a nudge at yeah at the highest level. Yeah, Fred, you've often got a man in your hand. What do you make of the game? Yeah, it was, it was a good watch. Um, yeah, it was a game of two halves. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was just disappointed Zahn didn't play. Mm. The standout of the first game, yep. such a good kicking game, and they really missed that on Saturday, especially yeah. with Josh Yone struggling. Yeah. And of those elements as well, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. No. No, it wasn't injured. Yeah, it was just, again, like it was just one of those things where, yeah, we just wanted to. So much talent. You want to give him a go, but. Yeah, yeah. I think benching him was a bit of a mistake. Mm. And saying that, Josh Warby looked good when he yeah. got the opportunity, but yeah. like, yeah, you're right. I mean, Zahn does play 10, so that yeah. would have been an option. He to... just has that kicking game, especially mm. in that weather. Yeah. Question. Uh, and it's just a question, not having a dig or anything. When they decide who goes up to the front, the front of the hucker, mm. And I know they the probably put Lenny up there because he looks good up there. Yeah, no, no. I've got some background to this, which yeah. will hopefully explain it. So um, we've lost in the last sort of 12 months since the last campaign, obviously, Shawnee Wainui. But uh, Otete Black, Ash Dixon. Where Fetu, is Ash? In Japan. Oh. Um, Otete Black, Fitzu Kamakamu Douglas, a lot of the leaders. And it was an opportunity this year for those guys who've been around sort of for three, four campaigns to to kind of step up. Yeah. And so Billy Proctor was the man who um you know who 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 I guess unanimously we decided he was the one that was ideal to step up. Um he just felt that he wasn't ready. And it was actually during a hucker practice that Lenny walked from the back to the front to support his mate and said, mate, you can do this. And so Lenny actually then stood up. And as it worked out, he was the man that did the job. So oh, that, that cool. gives you a bit of context. Lenny actually, and Lenny jokes, well, he not joked about it, but he said, man, I was I was far back, right? And <laughs> ended up at the front. But, you know, he was really up there to kind of totoko and support his mate, to say, mate, you can do this. 
and as it worked out, um, Billy sort of moved a step back and then he was up the front. And that's the way it kind of... That's a cool yeah, story. That's a role to that's a yeah, pretty cool story of how it worked. I know there's a lot of people thinking... And, and, and uh, apparently there was a bit of talk in the, in the Māori community because Lenny Uppie say that's not a Māori name, he's a Samoan name kind of thing. But Lenny was actually, um, I think, Tuhoe, I want to say. So he was he was raised, um, you know, completely immersed in his Māori mm. uh, tanga. So, um, you know, it's funny, interesting with the name, you know, and then obviously thinking... Why is this guy at the front? But that kind of gives you a bit of a, a background story behind it. Um, so yeah, so that, that's uh, that's why I was up the front there. Um, Maui with this, yeah. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's uh, yeah. So yeah, pretty cool. Uh, any standouts for you, Hugh? Anyone knocking on that uh, AB's door? Yeah, I thought uh, Cullen Grace played well. Um, he was being pretty impressive the both the games. Um, I like the way he plays well, and he's had a good campaign with Crusaders as well. So. Well, he played well. Um, yeah, apart from that, the others, Ninkfu had a few issues with his hands. Yeah, he did some real times. good things and yeah. some real bad things, yeah. Yeah, but um, Sean Stevenson, I reckon he's pretty underrated, mm. to be fair. Like, he's, whenever he touched the ball, he was dangerous. Yeah. Um, <coughs> yeah, but those would be my picks. Did Stevenson play Chiefs this year? Yeah, he did. He'd, he'd be injured for the back oh, part of the, so it was, it was his comeback games were. With his two, yeah, Jeez. but you're right, man. He, he's guy, just that sort of guy that just every game he's, yeah. he's solid, but then he'll do just things out of the blue just to turn the game. And he never really has a bad game. I don't no. remember him no. really having bad games that often. Mm. Pretty yeah. consistent. Cullen Grace is playing well and a yeah. genuine eight. Yeah, probably something that. Hey, hope you, you took your nephews to the game, eh? Yeah, it was actually like free kid buy a ticket, get a free kid. Well, um, well they're just giving kids out at the stadium. <laughs> Yeah, so I grabbed two kids. And... <laughs> what was the atmosphere like? Uh, we kind of sat um, behind the closest goalposts, so we didn't have to walk all the way around the other side. Um, there's quite a few people, probably more than a than a Hurricanes game, I would say. Good atmosphere. I saw there's a bit of a fight. At the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a bit of a fight a af- after the game. One of your kids, your new kids. <laughs> yeah, I gave that one back. <laughs> Jeez. Do um, tell. So I think um, I think there was a young lady who was getting hassled by a couple of guys in the in the stands, and then obviously a few other guys who sort of stepped in and said, "Mate, it's not on." And that's where the fight broke out. And then I, I looked because it happened literally behind our bench, and then about twelve, fifteen police came, and then. They got, um, they turned on them. And I remember seeing a policewoman kind of fly over kind of one row. Jeez. So she was, she'd come the row below and sort of try to stop it and then got flipped over. Yeah. There's one SummerSlam 85 just kicked off. And, the, and this was just before Rubes, Rubes' try. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. So it was a bit all going on. And it was, it was interesting because the try actually, once everyone got up and celebrated that, they decided, oh, we better get back to watching the footy. Jeez. Yeah, man. Well, it's the same. A few too many Cody's 8%, maybe. Yeah. Wasn't you that was fighting her? <laughs> no, definitely not me. Um, but it was quite good, though. It only rained for like a, at the beginning. It was like, it was just shower for about one minute. Oh, on and TV, it looked quite bad, like it was raining. Yeah. Nah. Constantly. Oh, not where I was sitting. Oh, yeah. Um, So the weather was actually turned out quite good. Good little atmosphere. Can I share a story from the campaign? Of course you can. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so in Hamilton, we're in Hamilton, and um, 
the game was obviously on that Wednesday night and I think the boys were on the bus at 5.30. So the guys sort of come down from sort of just after five and they normally come down and they'd come into the team room and drop their bag and then and then they'd just any time any time from kind of 10 past five, guys just sort of wandered to the bus. You kind of got that 15, 20 minute window. The Josh Jackson's come down and in Hamilton, you're kind of walking through the lobby and then into the kind of team room area and then the team room. So Josh would come down with his gear bag and walked into the team room and guys just kind of dropped their bags, obviously, and then picked them up on the way through. But uh, there was a pile of kind of medical bags that the medical team had, had left there that hadn't gone in the advanced party. And uh, so Josh dropped his bag. And then when they'd left the team room to walk onto the bus, he'd picked up a bag and then walked on, threw it on the bus and walked up to the bus. And then they always come off the bus at the ground and everyone, you know, we kind of pull the bags out with the numbers and guys look at the number and grab it. And Josh is kind of hopping around and thinking, okay, bag hasn't come off yet, comes off. And then the bus driver starts closing the doors of all the bus, all the bags are there. Every bag's been picked up and Josh is all standing there and he's kind of, he's starting to stress. Hey, Dicker, what's all good? If the bag wasn't, hasn't come off the bus yet. I said, oh, what number's your bag? 30, 36. Ah, opened the doors again, had a look, and then we opened up the other door, but no bags had gone in there because they're all gone in the one kind of. So he started to stress out. And then I said to the other guy, Bruce, the logistics guy, can you just check in the change room, see if one of the boys hasn't grabbed a second bag? As it worked out, nothing in the change room, nothing anywhere at the stadium. And Dick goes like, and then we said, mate, are you, you swear you put, he goes, mate, I came out of the lift of the hotel, put it down. And then when I went on the bus, I picked up my bag and, Oh, I've got to scoot back. So scoot back to the hotel. On the way there, I rang the hotel and said, can you just head up to room? Can't remember what the room number was. There's a bag 36. If you can send someone up to have a look, I'm on my way back. And if someone else can maybe just have a look around reception, get back, it's reception, hand over the bag. So where was it? They said, it was just sitting here in reception. Idiot. So text Bruce back, <laughs> who's back at the ground. Bruce, just let Dicko know to calm down. I've got his bag, I'm coming. Um, so we get back and um, gave him his bag. So obviously what he's done is he's dropped his bag but picked up one of the medical bags. That's what he's this done. Pre-game. This is pre-game. Yeah, this is all happening. So the guys, so when I get there, the guys are out there warming up. So so luckily there's a pair of, <laughs> one of the boys has got a pair of molds which you can warm up in. But we've got his game day boot which are there. But and that's why we go back to talking about him with baby. So he's got baby on the way, I think due this week sometime, maybe. But one of those things that you kind of don't kind of fully understand, um, you know just how it was part of his preparation. You know, he's obviously got a lot going on in his personal life. And, you know, as it, as it works out, these things happen. And he was, it was interesting kind of his demeanor because he was, and so we had a, you know, like Rada, a few of the coaches were, players were around him. It's all good. We'll, we'll sort it. We'll, we'll sort it. We'll sort it. Because, you know, we had to think, sure, do I need to go back and pull out a brand new pair of, of boots that he's going to have to play in, you know, but as it worked out, we've got his bag. But just interesting the way that, I mean, obviously, post-game, it was all fun and games, but mm. pre-game, he was just, like, thinking, you know, because he was starting in that game as well. And so that was, um, yeah, just something that I'm sure he's having a laugh back, laugh at about now, but on the night. As long as when he has his baby, he uh, picks up the right one when he leaves the hospital. Wouldn't want that, <laughs> right would you? Baby, yeah, gosh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah, good old. Jeez, what's um you, you'd do like a worst case scenario sort of thing before a campaign maybe is? Yeah, Just... yeah. So we've we've got we've got a bag of boots at the ground. Um, you know, they're brand new, but obviously yeah. not ideal to kind of just put on before yeah, a test match yeah. or something. But yeah, so luckily um we've got a 12-seater van there, uh, we've got a cargo van, but we've got a vehicle there that we think if we need to shoot back, 
it all worked out for us because um, it was a midweek game. So, you know, it wasn't a full FMG stadium. There were 10, 12,000 people, which if it was double that, you know, would be harder to get through. And also the other thing is when you get back to, when you head to the stadium, they block off, they literally block off uh, roads like yeah. around. Mm. Like, so we couldn't even access that. If the bus, you know, when it went, when it traveled there, you know, had its mm. own lane to get in there. But, you know, we had to blim and move cones and then just explain to, you know, show accreditation and stuff to the, the guys yeah. working around there. So a few of things, a few things kind of worked out for us. The hotel was only a five minute drive down the road, but there's other games where, you know, you're three quarters of an hour from your accommodation and stuff like that. So thankfully it worked out. Yeah. Hmm. On to the ABs now. Fridge, you catch a game? What'd you think? Yeah. Yeah, I watched the game. All Blacks 12, Island 23. I don't know. Just feels like the same old when we lose as we felt like there was no plan B or anything like that. Um, I also felt like, and it's, I, I say the same thing every time we lose a game, especially to one of these uh, Northern Hemisphere teams, is, is the opposition just seem to play fast, man, and we, we can't keep up as all. Well. It's just my view. I wasn't super detailed on it. I was just watching as a fan. Mm. Huge. What do you make of the game? Yeah, I was a little bit disappointed, to be fair. All Blacks, I didn't think the execution was that great. Um, just didn't really look like they were clicking much. Um, couldn't string phases together. And whenever they did anything good, it sort of got undone by a bad mistake or something else. So, yeah, yeah pretty frustrating game, but pretty confident I'm going to back it up this week with one, mm. to be honest. But, uh, I mean, credit to the Irish as well. They put a lot of pressure on the ABs as well. Um, bit of banter, old, um, what's the name? Is it Omani? Omani, yeah. Give a bit of banter to Sam Kane, calling him the shit <laughs> Richie McCall. Shit Richie McCall. Yeah. So, it's a great sledge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but as, as he's pointed out there, he could just <coughs> point out the Ireland's even, never made it past the quarterfinal in the World Cup as well. So, But, no. Nah, Let's not forget that Hack wanted the All Blacks to lose on, on Saturday as well. Yeah. He, did he? What? Mm. I did. And he's I'm, got a green hoodie and on And I'm happy well, with so. that. Just to make his experience this weekend. How yeah. good's how good's the stadium going to be this Saturday night? Yeah, it'll be a big game oh, this Saturday. What yeah. if they Huge. lose again? Then I'll be disappointed. But this Saturday night is going to be massive. Could the um, Lulus Saturday night? The yeah, for sure. Lulu, CGs, who knows? Um, Wayne, Buck Shelford reckons our skills aren't where they need to be. What do you guys think? Well, yeah, I mean, going from that game on Saturday, you would have to agree. Mm. Um, just a lot of, yeah, drop balls and crucial times sort of thing. But, yeah, I don't know. Sort of, I watched that England-Aussie game afterwards as well, and it just seems like different, like, their props and that are all ball-playing, hard-running mm. players, whereas our props don't really offer that. Um, and saying that, George Bauer, I thought, probably had one of his best games. Mm. He was probably one of our better players, but... We don't have that dynamic ball carrying prop at the moment, or uh, yeah, our props. I mean, to be solid set piece props, yeah. hard runners, and great defenders. Yeah. They don't ball play. Like, and I'm all for that. Like, it's like I hate it when people say, "Oh, you know, he's a scrummaging's not that great, but he's awesome around the field." Like, the core role of the prop is to make sure you scrummage. So, I think that's number one priority. But be able to to be able to do a bit of both as well is also beneficial. Who played six on Saturday? Uh, there was Papali. 
Yeah, so, yeah, I don't know. I just didn't think it. And then, obviously, there's a whole kerfuffle of uh, the red card and the yellow card and Artie going off and um, that, which didn't really help matters much. I read that. Apparently, they got it wrong, the officials. Where it is. So, you're meant to be able to replace. Artie should have been able to stay on the field. Okay. Or go back on the field. That's right. cool. So it wasn't a sub. Yeah. Yeah. But what's the prop's name? Uh, Talvo. He he went off. Was it yellow? Eye? No, he, he got, got red, recarded. Red, he got recarded. He got given three weeks. Yeah. For that, and then I read the Aussie guy that he deliberately headbutted someone. Got yellow. two weeks. Doesn't make sense. Oh, honestly, <clears throat> I reckon the rules at the moment are. Like the but it, and it's, I know it's been around for a while, but the intercept rule is so stupid. Oh, yeah, that's it. Like it's in that Mulder like, game. When Stevens you're having a, that up, yeah. When you're having a genuine attempt for it, but all they're worried about is, oh, was it two hands or one hand? Mm. So like, I don't think anyone in, ever intercepts it with unless it's straight into the bread basket. Yeah. But you always go for the one hand <laughs> regather. Oh, it's whenever like I've intercepted, um, it's one hand. Cool. Just yeah. tap it up. But like, if well, you're intercepting, you're both doing. hands. <laughs> 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 Yeah. <laughs> oh, Speck and Murphy's in 2007. Some of these some of these rules need a bit of an overhaul. I mean, I know we we're commenting last night, but that state of O game, if that was a rugby game, there'd be oh. ten people left on the field. Jeez. Yeah, back to that. Stevenson did it in the Mulder game, like a mm. positive move upward to knock the ball up, and then was just like centimeters from regathering it. And they've carded them. Yeah, it's insane. I reckon it, sh- it should be if it's an upward motion, yeah. it should be fine. If they just stick out a hand and it goes, fair enough. But well, I thought an upward motion was fine. No, yeah. apparently not. It's one hand and two hands. Apparently. What would what would have been interesting is if 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 last night was Stevenson, if, if he'd knocked it up and then obviously the ball went out, but if he had got it onto the foot, kicked the head, and then scored, would, would that have been a try? Like gone up. And then so he's gone up, and then before the ball's at the ground, he's kicked. Nah, it's got to be, nah, be a dropped kick. deliberate drop yeah. kick. Yeah, it can't be like a knock on and kick. You've got to regather. Because if uh, you can see some some guys like drop the ball and then they put a foot to it, but it's got to be an actual attempt to kick. It can't yeah. just be a savior thing. So if he's if he's knocked it up, if he's put the foot out and then regathered it and then run. Oh, away. sorry, it regathered it with yeah, his yeah, hands. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but still, that's getting really, really technical. Yeah. It, it needs to be way more black and white than that. Yeah. And he then, would, yeah. It's even that one with uh, with his red card. Like, no one intentionally goes in to smash someone else's facial for your own face. Mm. Yeah, come up during Super Rugby, you can't have accidental bloody collisions yeah. anymore. Yeah. And, and I feel like Ta'aval was, he wasn't stationary, but he was pretty passive. Like, he got run into. Yeah, well, because it was a change of angle as well. And, like, for a big prof to change angle and body mm. position, and yeah, I can understand uh, trying to cut out the concussions and head knocks and stuff like that. That's all cool. Um, yep, if it's intent, yep, get them off. If it's even careless, like if you're just sort of just charging in there, not intending to hit them in the head, but someone drops and him in the head, yep, have a bit more. That's fine. I can live with that. But that Tarval one where he's clearly just got wrong-footed, gone into him, the guy's come into it, it's face on face. I just think that's a bit unfair, to be fair, to be mm. honest. This would never have happened. If he wasn't selected in this team in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> Should have Fletch and you. Yeah, that head clash stuff needs to be uh, needs to be looked at or we could see another World Cup where it's just a card fest. Oh, yeah. 
Um, should uh, Richie Mong have got the start this week, Fridge? What do you reckon? Yes, wholeheartedly, yes. Yeah? Yes. Why? He's almost going, gone off the same bloody backline there. Give Richie a go to start with. Give him a crack? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of wish they'd just pick someone and stick with them, so maybe the year Bowden probably hasn't been his best lately. Uh, Tuivasa Sheik, huge. Is he ready? Yeah. Yeah. I would have started him, to be fair. Yeah? Yeah, same. I would have started him. Is Goodhue injured at the moment? He's in the squad, eh? He's he in the squad, yeah. So I would have liked to see him and Goodhue midfield, and I would have put Rico to the wing mm. with uh, Will Jordan on the other one, Jordan mm. fullback. I'm I'm not too fussed about Bodie playing first five. If Richie started there, there all good as well. Mm. Oh, those those are the changes I would have probably made. Yeah. You know, for RTS, if you're going to play him, just play him. Mm. Just just start him because you'd rather him build into a game and just kind of play. Like if you're banking on us being up thirty points and bringing him on, then then that's pretty stink to come on anyway. You know, just when everyone's playing a bit looser. But what if that doesn't happen and the game's really tight? And you're still going to bring, bring him in on a tight situation, you know? Oh, I would have started Colsey as well. Um, oh, yeah. Give back a bit of niggle. Um, play, start him because you don't know, Mina's calf might blow again. So, yeah, at least you start him and you bring someone else on. Um, and I thought uh, Tokauho was pretty un, unlucky not to yeah. make the 23 as well. I thought he's been pretty good coming on. I mm. mean, he could have probably got the start as well. Cody's probably been quiet too by his yeah, standard, you'd say. Thing. Yeah, I probably would have gone Colsey start Tokauho on the bench again. If if they lose this game, the New Zealand public will be calling oh. for blood. <laughs> I'm not. Because I believe... Like all the commentary about, you know, Robertson should be there and get over late. it a bit. Yeah. Get to wait till next cycle. But he, he's down he's down south right now. I think I'm one Absolutely of those... Absolutely licking his lips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I'm one of those people. I think it should have been him. Some new life. Some new blood. Give them, give them some time before the World Cup. It's too late. Hey, we don't have it's, a time machine. Yeah, it's too late now. But like, I feel like, and Steve Hansen to an extent too got got a pretty good mature team delivered <coughs> on a platter maybe. And and now that we're going through some through some pretty serious changes personnel wise, it's Steve pretty Hansen tough for a job for eight eight years. Yeah, he still had to. Yeah, yeah. And a very good coach, but I'm I'm just saying he was he was given a team that was pretty settled. A lot of mature senior players that have, have moved on in the past few years. I don't know. I think I think it would have been a good time to bring in in the razor. Um, a lot of stuff in the media media too about the uh, the Kane conundrum. Still sticking with our fearless leader is. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Yeah. Huge. No, I like Sam Kane. He's one of those guys that you don't see him do all the big flashy stuff. He's not going to run 80 metres like Artie can, score a try sort of th- stuff, but he does a lot of the tough stuff. Um, physical, can fold people in half. Um, so, no, I'm, I'm a fan of Kane. Fred, you happy? You happy with this, how they're naming a captain too, kind of 12 months out from a campaign? Uh, definitely not, no. Uh, I'm happy that he's there. But like, what's their policy on giving someone else a go in there? Like, um, it's kind of the time to do it in the lead up. 
You know, you want to mm. get a different combo in there. McCall didn't play every game, I, I don't think. Or did he? Nah, oh, Hall, Hall snuck in a few. Yeah. Oh, no. What's his name? Um, Chiefs 7. Marty Holler. Holler. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> was different night, different night is. So leave it, is leave it. This is a whole different pod here. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're talking about. I think you're talking about Outbacks. Oh, and one final question for you, uh, Fridge: Have we lost our aura? Our aura? Have we lost our aura? No, but we're hitting it. The more time, like. This could be our one loss for the season, and then at the end of the year we'll be going, man, AB's on, I'm in, you know, all good. But yeah, teams are getting better. It's happening more frequently. You can lose an aura if this kind of happens more and more. Mm. This weekend is big, huge. When you think about what the All Blacks have got in front of them for the remainder of the year, there's still nine tests, mm. potentially ten. Mm. So post this, uh, we'll have the Wallabies, I think, home and away. RG two tests here, Springboks two tests over there. End of your tour, I think England, Scotland, Wales. So mate, it's it's a it's a big mm. it's a big program to look forward to. So mm. this week is crucial in getting that result um, because, like you say, if we, we get rolled again this weekend, it's it's not going to be uh, too much fun. Yeah, look at what what's ahead. Mm. Ranking fourth in the world now, lowest yeah. we've ever been. Um, France first time at the top. Yeah, interesting. Um, it's you obviously like to see All Blacks in number one, but it's also next year's World Cup's probably going to be the most competitive World Cup yeah. in a long time. Yeah, because um, you could probably go about six teams that could generally win it if you think of a France, uh, England, and All Blacks Africa, um, Ireland, maybe like an Aussie or a Wales, probably not so much, but yeah. Mm. Oh yeah, it's going to be Argentina's well, doing up a job against yeah. South Africa lately, though. Yeah, so, I, yeah, I think it's good. The competition's going to be yeah interesting. World Cup next year, and then the way the pools are structured as well, I think because obviously New Zealand and France are in one pool, South Africa and Ireland in another pool, so and they those, will meet in quarterfinals. Yeah. So those four teams, only two will go. Two through will go semis. beyond the quarters. Yeah, crazy. Mm. And Namibia's won the African Cup. They'll go through, won't they? To our pool, I think, with us yes. and okay. Yeah, yeah. Big year for Namibia. Huge. <laughs> Huge. Yeah, no, I like, I mean, and I know you guys had to go at me for not wanting us to lose that second game, but not minding it. No, you wanted it. You, you, you want the All Blacks to win every every week by 90, though, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's I not want fun. to be the that's best not, all the time. That's not fun for me. I want, to see, I want to see some competition. I agree with you. The next World Cup is going to be awesome. Anyone can do it. Um, Georgia beat Italy. Georgia. 28-19. What do you guys reckon? That's off the back of Georgia's under 20s. Yeah. Beat Scotland under 20s. And England, didn't they? And England. No, someone beat England. No, Italy under 20s. Oh, Italy beat England. Italy beat England. Georgia beat Scotland. Yeah, by 20 or 30. They're coming. Georgia. Some large tsunami. Yeah. About large humans, but the, the the sport's growing massive in Georgia, though it's getting mm. huge. Um, yeah, they won twenty eight nineteen. Do you think should the Six Nations adopt like a like promotion relegation? Yeah, like have two tiers. Yeah, you win the bottom, you you got Italy goes down. 
they, they actually do have tiers. So they have a like a Euro B competition oh, okay. and stuff like that, but they just don't have the promotion relegation component of it. So yeah, yeah it's worth a shot. Spain, Portugal. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Russia. Mm. Um, Australia, England. Who do you guys reckon gets up? <sighs> Another decider. Yeah. I, I think England will get up on this one. Mm. I really don't care. <laughs> as long as your blacks win by 80. But I'd rather see Aussie beat England. Yeah. But honestly, not really fuss. Yeah. It's interesting I, I, just want, I just want Aussie to win just because I'm a big fan of Dave Rennie. So it'd be good to see him you know, get a win. It's an interesting young Aussie team. Hmm. I think they'll go good at the World Cup. Oh, Dave Rennie's doing some really good stuff there. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. Hmm. Like what? <laughs> Pulled out of that one, bro. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I'm just going to say, he's, I, mean, I didn't have much else there. I sort of just close <laughs> it off, but he's doing good things. Because um, I know with Dave Rennie, his big things around culture and getting everyone, everyone together and like they sung the national anthem and the... Indigenous, I forgot what the language specifically was called, but um, sung that, um, which I know a lot of oh, people. Saturday. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Australian National Anthem was sung um, in the Indigenous language. So they did it in, tribe. Did it in English as well, but they mm. did the Indigenous version first. Yeah. Like the Maori yeah, one. The every... one They've done it before, eh? Right? Or was that the league team? I think the... one of them. I had... don't think the team. Yeah. yeah. I think they had a choir that did it, maybe. Yeah. But, the... but honestly, they panned the. Up and down the and every player. Yeah, well, they showed work. footage beforehand of yeah. them. They were in the in the team room, like learning it. Yeah, um, good. And like Dave Rennie, I know Dave Rennie drives that sort of stuff. So his his the best thing about him, he gets a group really tight and together. Um, adds a real good vibe and culture to the group as well. So, um, and you can sort of see how that is. Like it's like they seem a bit more of a unified group now, and that's what Dave Rennie yeah, can if, add to if it. If those boys genuinely embrace it and take it on board, it'll help. This, yeah. These things always do. Is it a is it a word for word translation of Australia Fair or, or its own its own song? Probably an interpretation, maybe. One thing I have noticed, though. Oh, it's the same, obviously, beat and everything yeah, like that. Yeah, it's yeah. um. So I imagine it's just yeah. a straight interpretation. Yeah. One thing I noticed about the Australian is the second line is young and free. That's always what I've known it to be. But the last couple of years, I've heard one and free. I think you're saying that one in three Australians have rights over there. <laughs> yeah, well, it could be right. Although they win one in three games. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it, I'm pretty sure it used to be young and free, but I've heard right. one in three a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Young, yeah, 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 the little drum beat behind it. Didn't like it. Not a fan. Just I don't like know it. what was going on. They gave her a big. She's, I think, a musical. Some, yeah, musical. Up, yeah. So whether whether the style of that rendition links in with her musical, she's part of. But yeah. I wasn't a fan. The drum beat. The drum beat or the chord progression. Everything. Yeah. It just was completely. The drum beat, like you know, on, on those old keyboards, you used to have a music class, mm, the cheap, yeah. real cheap ones. Casios, yeah. Just those, you know, you press a button and you could start a yeah, beat. Yeah, yeah. It was like yeah. that. Yeah. I was waiting for the silly drum solo that yeah, you, could, yeah, you know, yeah. hit for yeah. a drum solo. So not the best, yeah. And, and you know, I think the blues were really rattled by that. 
Not a great anthem to start with. <laughs> no. Mind you, ours isn't that cool. Australians <coughs> all let us rejoice, for we are young and free. Yeah. yeah. And I swear, I, the last couple of versions I've heard, one and free. Listen out for it, Sander. Mm. Here you go. Mm. One would make a bit of sense with the current climate. Yeah. yeah. And um, I was singing along with the lady who was doing the anthem last night. With your, with your, yeah, with your Casio on yeah. auto beat, um, and then when she got to the last line, I was like, "Yeah, she's gonna do it." So I sang "Advance," Australian, <laughs> and then I said, "I was like, I know it's advance." Or well, are we wrong? Because ad- "advance" sounds right when you think about the letter A. So the the Aussies and, and the Americans use it. Yeah, uh, advance. We say advance. It's real yeah. annoying in like songs. It's like data and data. Yeah. Yeah. Data. Advance. Tomato, tomato. Yeah. Or dance. Dance. Yeah. What's that song? Yeah. 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 Looking for a little romance. <laughs> romance. You can say romance in that because romance. That's not Lady in Red, is it? Yeah, Lady in Red. Red. Yeah. So you'd say romance, but still say dance. Yeah, weirdo. Uh... Hmm. Okay. Well, good. Well, we're pro- PT's probably the only person listening after that check. So. <laughs> Um, new multi-purpose stadium in Christchurch. They're calling it Tekaha. I think a bit of a, a Forsyth bar situation when you were in the rain at the stadium. Is did you wish Wellington had a, a purpose-built rugby rectangle? Around? Oh goodness, yeah, yeah. And heaters, heaters. Oh, you know, you all know I, I love the cold, but it was fresh. Tell you what, yep. <laughs> yeah, I was ready to dig a hole for myself on Tuesday night. It was freezing. Mm. Mm. We've made our bed, though. I've probably got to stick up at the stadium for a while longer now, don't we? Yeah, I think so. It is what it is. Where would you put it? The what? A, a purpose rugby-built stadium in Wellington. CV. <laughs> yeah? Or Upper Hut? Not Upper Hut. Or on the gully. Or Avalon. Rico. Somewhere. Do you put it on the concourse at the stadium and attach it? It's not a bad shout. Yeah? Mm-hmm. You put it there because like where it is with the train access and all that, yeah. it makes it a lot easier. What if then you can like have Melbourne have like a sports hub? Mm. You could have cricket at the stadium, rugby yeah. at the. What if you built it on the water? Wellington Harbour. Isn't that what they're going to do in Auckland a few years back? They're going to have that stadium right on the water. Yeah. Mm. I don't think actually on the water, but on the waterfront, yeah. Probably just bust down some houses and why don't we build it over here? <laughs> uh, we'll whip through some NRL scores because I know Huge wants to talk uh, State of Origin. <laughs> um, sharks, they are hot at the moment. Uh, 28, 6 over the storm. Shame. What's happened to the storm? Kids. Uh, High-scoring affair, Knights 28, Rabbits 40. 
Uh, Tigers 20, Eels 28, Bronx 32, Dragons 18. Real renaissance in Brisbane. Yeah. It's Fridge it's leaving good. before we start the state of <laughs> And just for the record, Fridge is leaving the room for uh, the New South Wales origin chat. But um, yeah, now Brisbane. It's good to see. But good young team. Great young team. Yeah. And obviously Reynolds has moved up there and yeah. Cape Well added to some real spark that's been there already and Katoni Staggs and obviously Cobo and and now Reese Walsh. Yeah. Yeah, Reese Walsh. Good good on him. Good Not man. good for your Warriors, Suck, huge. Yeah, nah, Sucks for the can't. Warriors, but he's going home. I hate it when they pull the family card too. Mm. Just say the Warriors suck. I want to play some good league. Yeah, just say that. Back home in Brisbane. Yeah. In a way, though, I'm I'm quite happy about this clean out. This, I mean, it's not from the Warriors' perspective. Everyone's leaving, it, but like, yeah, go back to New Zealand, get home, have the ones that actually want to be there yeah. as well, and then you can start building again. It might take have a bit of a lean year, but I need to get back guys that actually want to be in New Zealand and actually passionate about doing it. Quite like the coach, the new coach they have named. I reckon good choice. Mm. Um, Chance Knuckle Cox there, he's good. They get guys like Mitch Barnett, who I reckon is going to be really good at the Warriors. Just that tough, hard-working guy that they always thrive on, like a Kevin Campion or a Michael Luck sort of player. So positives there. Mm. Dylan wonder, Walker will be good. Dylan Walker as well, yeah. yeah. Um, the Luke Metcalf, Metcalf is coming from yeah, the Metcalf Sharks, who's going to... Be there as well. Um, Murata Neokore, who obviously in that Kiwis game played pretty well as well. So you can cover either center or in, in the edge or anything like that. So Does Stacey Jones not want the job or something? I'd imagine he wouldn't, to be honest. Like he's probably just happy being an assistant. He seems to do well every time he steps in. They've won one game since he's been stepping in. No, he's done it before in the past, yeah. hasn't he? I don't know. What an awful job. Yeah. <laughs> Still have yeah. faith in the Warriors. Yeah. I'll be right. I'll be right. Scorched earth, man. I think you just got to start again. Um, Origin. Fridge, you must have loved it. Great game. Incredible game. What a spectacle. Some real bad mistakes, eh? Mm. Real costly. And I've actually had it pretty good today. Like, people must have forgotten about me uh, <laughs> in my insects. So I've had it pretty good. A little, little bit from the rugby. Uh, rugby boys, but a lot coming in from the LC crew. Yeah. Um, outside them, been pretty good so far. So, mm. but let me just throw it out now: if the Maroons lose next year's series, I'm just going all in on you. <laughs> yeah, just I'm throwing that warning out now. What I didn't appreciate was people like. A lot of new um, Queensland supporters have popped up today that I didn't even knew followed league. Oh, they all they all come out of Woolwich. <laughs> Ryan Piper's one. Yep. Rory Woolwich. As I said, boo all year. <laughs> and now he's a Maroon supporter. Yeah. He's all, a red nut, though. They've got to support Queensland. All these people out there that have never passed a ball in their life. <laughs> Get out. But it was a great game. Though. Incredible game. Like, that intensity at the start of that game was, like, never seen it before. Fully hectic, bro. Fully hectic, yeah. Crazy. And and all this talk about maybe the Queens, Queensland guys maybe treasuring it a bit more, maybe getting a bit more out of the jersey, I'd mm. probably agree with Huge. Yeah, no, 100%. They wanted it more. They wanted it more, for sure. It was, it was visibly clear. Like, I, th- I actually thought New South Wales, apart from their mistakes, like, pretty brave at defence. Like, how many sets they had to defend. Mm. 
in a row and they still and they'll just gas at the end of the game um but then yeah a few silly decisions from some of the players um, didn't really help there the fact that they'll some of the guys that were contentious selections as well like Crichton the one was saying how Whiten should have been starting instead of him he obviously made that pretty big gaffe of trying to offload it mm. on the goal line Talakai was they were saying how at least Whiten should have at least been on the bench instead of Talakai oh, yeah. and then uh yeah he had a pretty pretty much a shocker yeah but if they don't make those mistakes that they made last night they'll go close to winning that game yeah um so I felt like it wasn't really a selection thing. It was more an errors thing. And just not playing high percentage plays, bro. But would have right made that same error judgment that um, Crichton did? No. No. But still, that like that's a his own decision thing. Like mm. You don't have to give that offload. No, exactly. Yeah. But he did. I just felt like the Blues didn't have much of a plan in that second half. And I, I thought the little tweaks... Um, Queensland had were awesome like they're, they're kicking early in the tackle count they kicked yeah. on second one time you know a real good um, uh, Ben Hunt mm. I, I hate DC yeah. I hate him I hate him but he's a competitor he played well last night though. and he's yeah. a good manly man from the northern beaches <laughs> yeah but and I hate to say this I just felt like Cleary went missing you know? yeah <laughs> he does that from time to time on the big stage not missing but Luai it always seems seems to go to Luai to make yeah. the place. He did carry quite a lot, Cleary. And next year, if, if one of you guys gets in a fight and is getting done two on one, <laughs> get in there and fight with him. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, that was... Uh, he's in a headlock and getting pummeled by... Uh, like, if six guys are fighting six guys, you're not all going to get sent off. He won't do it. Mm. Safety in numbers. Mm. That's why you fight as a pack. A wolf pack. Yeah. Good to see a little bit of Biff. What did you boys make of the, the first the first sort of two, three minutes? A few knockouts? I think World Rugby would have just called the game off at that stage. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was epic, but it was also worrying as well, you know? Oh, yeah. It was brutal. Like, you don't really want to see that happen. But in, in saying that, it wasn't kind of due to Careless tackles or anything like that. that was well, just it was friendly, friendly fire. Friendly actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't really a technique thing. It was just freak accidents. Yeah. Or even dirty play or anything like that. So yeah. Yeah. Um, did you guys watch that video of how salty Andrew Jones was after? I didn't see the video. I read. Uh, is it salty or is he just passionate about? Oh, he's no, hundred passionate. Yeah. I was watching that interview live where he joined the panel with Cam Smith and Fatty Wharton and that. And like, just as lucky, just did not want to be there. Um, and then they asked him, he was just, yeah. And then they shot to him up in the stand. He's like hunched over the railings of the, st- of the stadium, just absolutely distraught. It was <laughs> quite funny. So it's going to be tough going to Suncorp. Suncorp's a, a tough mm. place to play. I, I was more depressed about Paul Gallon bloody packing the Queensland bus. Mm. The, the, the bit he lost with um, bloody Lockyer. Lockyer. Don't make those bets, eh? What a spectacle. No, nah, it was a great game, though, all around. I'd love for them to take it on the road and bring one game to New Zealand. Just one. Eden Park, get as many extra seats in there, in there as possible. It'll fill out easily. What are you guys' thoughts on the stuff that they're talking about? It should be open for all the best players in the NRL, so opening up for those the Kiwi-eligible guys and 
are no. saying that they could, like, if they've been playing in the NRL for such and such, you should be able to put them into the. I think the the players that are eligible now already do the job. Hmm. Yeah. I, I agree. I don't think it should. It should be kept the way it is. It's about your stakes. But I'm saying, yeah. you know, it is meant to be the biggest spectacle. Why don't you have the biggest player? So you chuck a James Fisher Harris to New South Wales team and a Tom Lolo into the Queensland team. But I, I agree though. I think they should keep the way it is. But there's been actually quite a big push for that to happen hmm. as well. So hmm. if they want a third team and just that others team or something like that, <sighs> keep it the way it is. New South Wales versus Queensland. Yeah. Origin. Origin, so good. Um, we'll swing back to you, Fridge, for, for some grinders. Any grinders? Hope you've got any grinders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, I was, I was trying to think of some Origin grinders. Oh, yeah. And one of them is just the time that they play this game. Yeah. It's just so late. Um, earlier would be nice. Uh, the others. You need to move to Oz if you want to watch it earlier. What's that? You need to move to Oz if you want to watch it yeah. earlier. Oh, I heard there are calls over there for them to want wanting to bring it forward as well to make it like more kid friendly or not kid friendly, but better time for younger people to go watch. <clears throat> you think one of them should be an afternoon one? Yeah, because the grand final is not an afternoon anymore. I used to love those afternoon grand yeah. finals. Yeah. What about when they play Origin on a Sunday? Is it not earlier? No. no. Oh. oh yeah. My other origin gear grinder is um, like I'm pretty close with views, right? So if I win a game or win a series, I might start tagging them and stuff in a story or on Facebook and stuff. If I don't talk to you all year long <laughs> and you start tagging me and stuff, go away. Just don't. We, we're not that kind of friend. Nah. Just don't do it. To be fair, I'm pretty humble when it comes to stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. Yeah. Mikey, whoa. He goes in harder. Yeah. I, I love watching those videos of, uh, was it John Minu's house that all the boys were at? Yeah. Um, and just seeing all the banter on there, that was cracking me up. Eh? I couldn't think of anything worse than just <laughs> going, going there to watch it with, with everyone. Because I'm dropping off. Anti-social. Yeah. Um, Has Lowell been in your ear? Yeah, big. Sep is <laughs> bad, bro. Like, he knows how to sting straight to the heart. And, like, you all play it off in your group chat, like, ah, blah, 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 good game. But then you're messaging each other on the side. You're, I freaking hate to say, these guys are grocks. Any, any more grinders? The floor's open. Actually, on that one, is when people don't even have a team, like, they're not Queensland or they're not New South Wales, but because you're New South Wales, They'll start being like, yeah, Queensland. I'm just like, you don't even watch the game. You're just doing it to wind me up. Like, yeah, dog. Talking about Khan Green. That's <laughs> no. a gear grinder. Any game, anyway, like any rugby game, if someone just picks the other side just because you're the other side. Or people that don't understand. They're like, you guys aren't even Aussie. <laughs> or, you know, people that are outside that looking in. If you don't know, you don't know. But if you know, you know. We've got a year grinder. Um, hand sanitizers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've been called out the last couple of times because you walk up to a hand sanitizer, right? And it's pouch pointing down, right? And you go to push it down. 
Yes. Him get into your hand. Yes. And he ended up, he ends up all over your... It's going out. Like it's going straight. Oh, yeah, yeah, shooting mm-hmm. it straight. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, just, yeah, just French yeah, has okay. that problem too. Okay, so <laughs> I've heard the unknown from the urinal. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, just yeah, sanitizers just get yeah. I don't know what's doing there, but um, yeah. So now I need to obviously go closer to the pout and just yeah, make sure that so, yeah, yeah. No. I'm sick. Of, I'm gonna give you some advice here. <laughs> Fridge knows you got one hand and you put just yeah yeah and you just cover it up it. squeeze like that yeah yeah and then <laughs> do you do your thing okay that so way because so, so one squirt yeah one i got at home sometimes <laughs> i forget <laughs> and, and, go, and go like that and quite often it ends up on my chin <laughs> oh. what about the sanitizer <laughs> <laughs> and that's when you do the sanitizer <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Fritz has been using the one-handed technique way before COVID even. The lawyers are in. Oh. Any more grinders? Is that a gear grinder? I thought there'd be more spinning your wheels there. <laughs> no. no, not at all. Uh, yeah, I went driving. Uh, <laughs> yesterday I was driving home. Buckle from, up. Huge loves a, loves a car <laughs> grinder. Um, I'm not sure if anyone's driven from the bay but go you go like from Ashurst Ashurst to Shannon like the back way of um Palmy anyway all the way from Ashurst to Shannon and the 100k part where you go past Tokamaru this car was going between 65 and 85 kilometers an hour the whole time I think it reached 100 k's like for 10 seconds on a straight west you could have passed it it sped up so the whole trip from then I was just angry the whole time. Mm. Well, does it does it does it piss you off even more that the car behind it won't overtake? Yes, because I was four cars deep <laughs> and none of them wanted to pass. And then and then like that second or third car's like, I'll do it. <laughs> Risking lives now. Exactly. I honestly wanted to ring the cops on it because it was yeah. just and there was like a line behind us. It was like five, six o'clock. It was peak hour. People driving home. Just like... Was it raining? On and off. But it was safe enough to still go the speed limit. Like, you didn't need to go 65. Just, like, get some new tyres or a new car or don't drive. Uh, so that was one of my driving ones. My other one was, um, like, the Manawatu Ranges. I don't know if it's a range, but when you go over Saddle Road, as soon as you hit near that area, it's raining all the time. You go from Hawke's Bay, it's sunny. Danny Burke, sunny just before Ashurst, raining. And then when you come mm. from the other way, raining, when you come into one or two. Woodville, always raining. What's up with the weather there? That grinds my gears too, because it dirties your car. It just sprinkles for a little bit, <laughs> and then all the dirt's on my car. Mm. Uh, that's on my gear grind. Or the story, stay home. <laughs> yeah, mm. we'll just fly. Mm. Huge anymore. It's ignited a whole lot of car ones. Nah, <laughs> nah not traffic related. Um, Any COVID ones? No, no COVID ones. Oh, sort of. You know, had dozen. So isolation uh, the last week. Um, for COVID. For COVID, yeah. And um, admittedly, it was a free seven day free free trial uh, for Spark Sport. 
But watching the, you know, our boys from the village playing in the game against Australia, the last 15 minutes cut off. That's like, it just stopped broadcasting. That's heinous from yeah. Sky Sport. And admittedly, our boys were up by 60 points by then, but it was still like the last 15 minutes would have been. But it's not watch. the first time it's happened. Like, no, when are they it just learn? completely cut off. It just, and then even like the start of it, like yeah. the hucker was real patchy. Like it kept on cutting in and out of the hucker as well. Um, so yeah, no, not not happy. It really grinded my gears. Well, if you can't do sport, just give it back to mm. Sky. Don't bid for the bloody contracts. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, that, that annoyed me. But and then the second one was, and I know I've talked about this topic before, but people don't don't pick up their dog shit. It's like we went for a walk again in isolation. Went for a socially distant walk across the river, along the river. Just crap everywhere. Dog shit everywhere. Can I just ask a question? Are you sure it's dog shit? <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you're the person shitting on the side <laughs> of the path, can you please pick it up? Sometimes you just really need to play off it just to make sure. <laughs> but it was everywhere. It just ruined your day. I saw Rampage with his dogs around there. Yeah, probably. No. No, he's he's responsible dog, huh? Ken Green's uh oh no, I won't shoot that. <laughs> his dog. Have you been shitting on oh. Any more grinders? Fridge hasn't sanitized on you guys. Faces. <laughs> Um, yeah, let's go. Hope. What's winning your wheels? Um, cruise control in the car. How good? So good on transmission gully. Mm. You just chuck it on. Got to use it. Like, because there's a lot of like steep bits on transmission gully. Just chuck cruise control on. Don't have to worry whether you're speeding or not. I used to use it back in the day. And then, you know, sometimes when it just starts slowing down a bit and then it just goes, <laughs> and you're like, it gets to the spot where you saved mm-hmm. it. And goes past it a little bit. I'm like, yo, yo, buddy, yo, relax. And then you got to hit the brake and reset it. Oh, your car's got self-aware. It's faulty, yeah. Luckily, mine's not like that. Mm. Mine's quite good. A Skynet car, Terminator 2. You're doing a lot of driving at the moment, huh? It's got to be a big gas bill. That's what else grinds my gears. Have <laughs> <laughs> we talked about that yet? I don't know, honestly. Straight up, it's ridiculous. Ridiculous. And, yeah. Yeah, I like the cruise control. I like the the new ones that slow down when the car, for the car in front of you and just glide until they pick up. Yeah, That's yeah, good. mine's like that as well. Mm. So you don't actually even have to be on the yeah. pedals. It just drives, you just got to steer. It's nice. Yeah. <sighs> What's spinning your guys' wheels is, Fridge? Huge. Um, oh, you go back to isolation, just there are a lot of offers that, you get to for food and help and stuff like that. It was quite cool. So, yeah, I dropped a parcel off just made it the other day. Yeah. Isolating young family. What was in the parcel, Nick? Hey, what was in the parcel? Uh, breads, milks, um, hundreds and thousands. Some of those little kids' yogurts. Mm-hmm. Uh, is this just child All support sorts. you're dropping off to the uh, <laughs> <your> kids? <laughs> I look after my kids. Um, no more wheel spinners. All right, we're going to go to a little giveaway here. We've been gifted a uh, an at-home teeth whitening kit from uh, Trace and the team at Platinum uh, Teeth Whitening. Uh, and the winner is... Ryan, no, wait, no, that's a mistake. We'll redraw. Shelly Ferguson. Well done, oh, Shelly. Nice. Um, 
I'll, uh, I'll slide into your DMs. Well done. You've won a uh, $150 at-home teeth whitening kit. $150? You think you got Chelsea Clinton? Well done, Shelly. Um, You'll post that up on uh, the socials? Yeah? I'll post that up on the socials, yeah. Um, this week ahead, Colts, they've got the bye. That's annoying, going into a kind of must-win game for the uh, for the Cali. A bye is annoying in a grade when you've already had weeks off for bloody mm. Easter, Queen's birthday, all those other things. A couple of undermanned opposition too for the poor old Colts. So, the, yeah. But they've had a good win against the X-Men and Oh, go right, weren't they, after the week off against OBU? It's probably the other, the other gear grinder, actually, is when you have a bye week and hardly anyone rocks up to training. Mm. Especially when uh, you've cooked for 20-odd people. Yeah. A lot of leftover hash browns there. Um, <clears throat> Prems at home. Tawa. Huge. Fridge, how are you feeling? How the boys are... How the boys are they primed? <clears throat> yeah, I'm good. You just asked me earlier if I was nervous or excited. And uh not yet. <clears throat> not really nervous at the moment. Feels like round one. I think you, I remember you guys asking me round one uh if I was nervous or excited. But I'm not nervous, I just because I feel like we're ready. Ready for it. I think we've got the right players in the mix to to do a job. Um, excited for the boys. Um, I've just slowly been kind of using next week to dangle in front of them and to say, look, if we can get up here, this is what's waiting for you on the other side, you know, a, a real good week. Um, and just trying to use that to drive them. Uh, they're all pretty motivated. Uh, had a real good training week. Um, yeah, just can't wait, eh? I just want to get tomorrow out of the way and for it to be Saturday morning already so you can start going through your normal Saturday morning prep. Um, is you excited about the game? And, and does this does finals kind of finals games, do you prepare any different as a manager or just status quo? Uh, won't, yeah, won't, won't be too many changes, I think, in prep for what I do on a Saturday. I mean, yeah, you, obviously there might be a, a few things you won't want to just to kind of, I guess, recognise and acknowledge the, the yeah, I guess the, the gravity, the gravity, the monstrosity of, of this. Mm. It's, it's a it's a massive game. Our boys are pretty liberal headed. They're not looking beyond Saturday really, which has been really good. And I think, I think that the boys have done that this year. Like they've, you know, they got through a pretty tough game against North the other week, and um and there was no real kind of huge kind of celebration around. You know, we're going to host a home semi. They, they just yeah had a couple of drinks and then were on their way and then just sort of looked forward to the week off, which they've obviously done so. But I, to be honest, I think we're we're we're, we're exactly where we're meant to be. Um, and hosting Tower, a team that you know obviously we drew with about a month ago, but you know they we've come unstuck against them in, um, in a playoff game last year. But because they they kind of. You know, they've had their moment in the sun. I think the last couple of years have won a couple of Jubilees. And there's a three maybe in the last decade, two or three, definitely two, maybe three. So, you know, they're, they're, this is this is new for them. This is just kind of 
common territory for them. This is what they kind of, no matter what they do in Swindale, they just, they, they're here and they're always there with their abouts. And so I just think for us, it's, um, I, I just think there's no better opposition than to really kind of, yeah, get stuck into and, um, and look forward to taking on on, on, on Saturday. Home at the Rec, um, you know, we've, um, we've had a pretty good, yeah, pretty good record here this year. We've, apart from that draw with Tower, we haven't, mm. we haven't lost here this year. Um, so I think the boys are prepared to, yeah, do what it takes. It just, I mean, we saw last night um, what, what what the home advantage can really mean to you if you really mm. kind of embrace it as the Maroons did. Um, so hopefully we have the same mentality and just um, look forward to hosting a, a pretty crash hot Tower team. At the moment, Tower coming off putting a pretty good number on OBU and Porniki. Um, so yeah, so hopefully our boys will be up for the challenge. But it's excited for the for the boys, man. Yeah, they work really, really hard to get to where they are. And I think I think everyone in Wellington Crow Rugby are just expecting us to, you know, that, that this is going to be us. We're, mm-hmm. we're not going to go beyond this week because of because of the beast that Tower is. So that, in a way, I think the boys will be prepared to, to kind of yeah to kind of have a yeah I guess their own kind of take on on that and. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we're, yeah, doing a number this week and look forward to the big ask. I hope. Huge big ask. Can we get up? Most definitely. I think we can. Um, it'll be a tough game, though. Um, but, you yeah, know, the boys should be able to do it. Mm. Huge. Excited. What are you looking out for this Saturday? Uh, yeah, no, every uh, confidence that the boys can do it. Um, won't be easy, but they can definitely do it. I think the key is, um, I mentioned him before, the, the party starter, Trent Renata. Um, he, and he's mentioned a couple of pods ago as well, if he didn't play that tower game, then we probably get the win. Um, that one that we drew. So, yeah, he's going to be big and sort of shutting him down or closing off his space and <coughs> options probably quite crucial this week. Um, but, yeah, they've got threats across the park. So, I know Peps, Pepsana is back playing as well. He played well last week against Pornicke, so... But then we've got Leicester that's more than able to shut him down as well. So, no, it's going to be a good contest. Um, but, yeah, no, confident our boys can do it. Uh, the Prezies, they're out at Javel. I think they're struggling for numbers, though. So, if you're keen to play, of course, you're cool. Because, um, yeah, I think they're battling. Um, the reserves, they've got Javel here at home. Um, Gurdon raising the Premier game. Riding a wave, the, the reserves fridge. They'll go all right. Yeah, I got them by forty plus. Yes. Yep. Uh, they've played Jable twice this year, and and obviously got the got the result. This week will be, I think, a wee bit different. Mm. Um, I want to say it. Uh, Jable's prems were obviously um, yeah. seasons ended, so um, it'll be interesting Damn to it. see. Yeah. Well, well, it'll be interesting to see. Um, you know, from that premier mix, who's eligible. to Drop down and, and run with the reserve team. So, so is it three? Three starts. starts. If you had three or more, then you're ineligible. The year or? No, from round 10. So the last oh, okay. 10, 11, 12, four rounds of Swindon. If you play three, you, you can't drop down. But yeah, just one of those things. But to be honest, that aside, I, I back our, our boys to mm-hmm. do the job. Um, the crux of the team is there. And, and obviously, I think Sammy Tunisi will play. Saddle's back. Semi T, Saddle, Rhino, Rampage. Rampage standing by, yeah. Yep. Cool. So, you know, some good additions there. Um, the boys showed last week against Paramount Province and that when they can click, they're pretty dangerous and we've got some pretty good threats here. Got that rig and Wawa's back as well. No, he's. Oh, is he? Uh, dislocated. Um, ah, shoulder. Oh, yeah. shoulder. Oh, just all sorts of that. Yeah. 
so yeah hopefully he's um he's on the mend and i know it could be a shot for beyond this weekend but yeah hopefully the boys get up and do a job and set the scene for, for the prims uh the brotherhood as we touched on earlier big ask against the vatos vatos uh, they're at home though gotta lose their win streak someday mm. why not be the sad day why not they'll be emotional the brotherhood too brent's been in hospital the past week mm. it's been battling a bit mm. all the best brent hope you're uh looking after yourself Brotherhood clean up on Sunday as well. Just a reminder what we've <laughs> PT, get those boys uh, rounded up. Caught up with uh, Louis a bit on, on Louis Saturday. Marlo. Louis Marlo came and stood with uh, where me and his were watching the Premier Reserves game. And then I got down here on Saturday to watch the game. He was here down he was here with Lima. Uh, Louis a good kid, eh? Yeah, mm. Such a funny, funny guy, bro. He loves it down here, eh? mm. Just playing socially and sinking a few hineys. You often see him walking around here, picking up empties and stuff as mm. well. So, real good dude, man. Mm. Best of luck to the brotherhood. Get up the breathers. Uh, and in the '85s, who had a good win against uh, Wes at the at the uh, cage. at the Breeders. cage to win the uh, Gareth Head Gareth Head Trophy in the head. Mm. Gareth yeah. Head Cup. Uh, well done, lads. Bit of silverware. Mm. Um, MSP will be tough out there in the wind at Evans Bay. Yeah, there's only a few of them back here on Saturday enjoying the the uh, floods from the cup. Disappointing. Yeah. Mariner would have been one of them, though. Yeah, he was wrapped. <laughs> and I'm, but I'm happy for them, man. Yeah, that's awesome. They brought that cup back to the, the club. Been a while. Yeah. By all accounts, that game was very state of origin, like a bit of a uh, few altercations. Oh, really? Nice. But the ref apparently just sort of told the boys off and let them go their way. Nice. Good stuff. Yeah. Nice. Well, best of luck to the 85s. Mm. And a shout out to the Mariners, man, for getting that team up and running. They've done an awesome job. Um, other games in, uh, in, in Jubilee and Hardham Cup. Uh, Hobham, the Norse. Big game. Hut wreck. Huge. Who you got? Um, be interesting to see what the team list is for Norse tomorrow. Mm. Um, if they get those boys back. Um, TJ, Connor, Jackson and uh, Dupes, then... Yeah, anything but, I mean, Hutt always been playing well this year as well. Um, Going to be a good game. Mm. Uh, Norse. Are they playing Huddle boys or the Centurions? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, guys. Relax. Here's a big matchup. Who you got? Yeah, I was talking to Yedge about this earlier. Oh, man, this could go either way. Um, Hutt, always tough to roll on, at the nest. Is that what they call it? The nest? Um yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like like you said, if if uh, also got some, I mean, yeah. Look, if if, if Jackson is at ten for North, and they're they're every chance. Um, obviously, if Duplessis and a few of the other heavy hitters are around, it's always it's just going to strengthen that that crew. Um, I, I'm only going to lean towards Hunt because they're at home. I think that's probably just going to be um, an advantage for for them, and yeah. and they're they're pretty. Um, yeah, they're pretty good at this stage of the season as well. Uh, so I think they'll, you yeah, know, probably they'll probably sneak home. Yeah, I think if Norse can improve their lineup from a couple of weeks ago and kind of hold their own ball, they can do good. Jackson, yeah, Garter Bishop, he'll be huge. Um, if they have, if they have him, 
it'll be a big game. If they don't, then it's probably hard. But yeah, such a big game. They're, they're both awesome at the moment. And yeah. whoever, whoever advances will be tough. The other, the other interesting thing, obviously, with these matchups is that there's no town teams in the in the semi-finals, which is a first because you normally there's an OBU or an Ori's or an MSP front mm, round. But um, to think that anyone, yeah, north of the Batoni Offbridge, south of Batoni Offbridge, sorry, isn't involved is quite interesting. Mm. Um, so yeah, yeah, look, at, there's some pretty um, mouthwatering prospects there. Good point. Yeah, so. Yeah, some good matchups, and and obviously, I mean, whoever gets through it, it could be a battle of the Western Bays, it could be a battle of the Hutt Valley the following mm. week. It's some yeah, it's and cool to look forward it's, to. And obviously, we'll fuss and hut um, that rivalry there, but I think Norse and Tower have a similar yeah, type exactly. rivalry as well yep. around what they got. So you know, having those, yeah, whatever could happen in the final week. Looking yeah, forward to the club rugby right up tomorrow. The preview, you know how they do a preview. Oh, yeah. I thought you had another interview with. <laughs> Uh, Hardham Cup, OBU Upper Hut, out at your favourite ground, Nienville, for a fridge. What do you reckon? Oh, I'm, That's a big clash. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm backing an upset here. I'm backing Upper Hut to get up mm. uh, 12 and under. Mm, yes. I'd love to see the Rams get up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And have that capable. Mm. Obviously, young Toby at the back of the, the boot of the scrum there. But, yeah, they've, they've got enough old heads around there. Tough, uh, tough is playing. Um, obviously, the Swenson boys are... Around as well, so yeah. Look, um, yeah. So if the Rams mm. yeah, get get enough luck, I think they could roll the students. How cool would it be? Um, I'm not. I'm knocking on wood. I'm not trying to put the mocker on anything. Like if Wainui got up, Upper Hart got up, Hart got up, and and we got up. It's just all Hart teams. That'd be cool. It would be pretty cool. What won't be cool is four buses going along the, yeah. uh, on um, what's it called? The Haywoods to go to Puriroi. Yeah, That's probably not cool, but no, it is what it is. Hope, you think Apart can do, do a job at Nineveh? I think OBU will win. Mm. Mm. Do they get guys back? Have they had any guys on 20 service OBU? No, nah, they no. got Caleb Delaney and Tank Plumtree. Back oh. last week, oh, they actually had them back against Tower as well, but obviously didn't help them. Mm. Yeah, and uh, Ori's Wainui, it's at Kilwini Park, so strange for both teams there. Ruben Love play, I think Ruben, I think Ruben's going back to Palmy this week. Oh, yeah, this weekend. What's I think he's going to be a that's well, that's home for, but that, yeah, but I think he said if Wainui get through to the final, he. Might be available, but most of those guys who are in the multi campaign will probably just enjoy those are one or he's at Kilburnie Park. He's a guy breaking into the bowling club, just trying to get in the yellow door there. He's walked around the left side, correct? Yeah, should be serious. Yep, he might be a bowler. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> Can't imagine much bowling going on at <laughs> um, 10 past 10. Yeah, but up, uh, why not? Um, is he back? Is he? No, no. <laughs> um, yeah, it'd be tough. Ori's will have, um, I'm guessing, Jules and I don't know what Xavier Nemir is doing or guys like that, but yeah, might be a tough, tough one for Wainui, but mm. get up. Mm. Yeah, all the best, Omata. Um, well, that kind of brings us, brings us. A break-in or a open? <laughs> no, he must be a guy. 
carry on. We got listeners. Sorry, Pete. Sorry, PT. There's been a break in at the bowling club. <laughs> PC, mate, it's riveting, mate. He's... They're having a fight now. Um, shout out to the Centurions guys. Um, Josh Southall, Cam Freira, uh, Lister, Malolo, yeah. Malolo. How good? Real good. Tough too with the uh, with the Harold Boys coach picking a few Eagles. It's tough to get in there. Seven mm. of them. Well done, lads. Repped, repped for Leicester, man. Yeah. yeah, good to see him playing some yeah. rep footy again, yeah. It's good to have him back. And and an injury-free season. Mm. Great. Um, we'll swing around now, unless any of you guys have any more uh, topics you want to chat about. Fridley, sign us off. No, get up to ABs. Um, fill the wreck. Hashtag fill the wreck. Hashtag fill the wreck at protect the wreck. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we're going to post up on socials. Fill the damn wreck. We need you. Calling out to all you old people that used to be affiliated, <coughs> used to play juniors, play rugby, coach, administration, jump on the barbie, I don't know, walk past the wreck. If you use it as a dog park at all, come down. We need you. We need you. Santa Cricket Club, come down. We need you too. The old hockey club that used to be over there near Weltec, come down. It's your wreck too. Fill the wreck. Tony Soccer Club, don't worry about your games. Come down and watch the rugby. Yep. The staff working over at the COVID uh, car park when nobody comes anymore. <laughs> Walk over. Let the boys park, eh? Yeah. Nobody wants rat tests anymore. <laughs> Nobody's testing. People down at Marina making us nice fish burgers and big burgers over there. Come down. Have a day off. Afternoon off. Get down. We need you. Is we covered it, right? I think. Uh, all you other clubs that aren't playing rugby anymore, yeah. <laughs> come down. We need you. You have a dairy owners. Yeah, close the dairy. Come, there's a kiosk with yep. a kiosk at the club. Come down and uh, fill your boots. How's pizza? <laughs> Petoni and Hart. Come down. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I'm just looking forward to Saturday. Massive day. Biggest day of the wreck for a long time. I mean, obviously, we stumbled a couple of years ago when Laws came here. They... Uh, they bounced back from obviously uh, um, a win that we'd um, picked up. Obviously, at Jerry Collins the week before they came out to play. We, yeah, we just, um, yeah, just didn't show up. Really, we're beaten by a far better team. But um, yeah, a couple of years later, um, here we are with an opportunity to, um, yeah, to get a result in a pretty significant game. Obviously, there's a big prize that we haven't held for a number of years now. So yeah, look in any any um, inch of support we can get on the weekend, fill the stand, protect the wreck. Get on down, have a look. Four games, obviously. I'm happy to the wreck as well. Like I said, <coughs> Kios will be there to come and, um, yeah, get your, get your goodies before the game. But, um, yeah, looking forward to that. Get up the ABs on, on Saturday night. And um, is Willie Marcino listening to us? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, every now and then. Yeah. Willie, obviously, is uh, planning to make a move south. So, hopefully some boys will get together on Saturday Aye? night. Yeah. Get together on Saturday night. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, have a big one for him. Him and the boys going Fridge out to the ABs game. Yeah. They got never child ticket. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> For the wreck. Come yeah. on down. Fridge will be down at Lulu's. Yeah. Chasing some. We need you. Frivolous pleasures, as he does. Doing that one hand technique. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Look, my It's no important hands. to sanitize. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, no, look, um, yeah, look, get up the boys on, 
on Saturday. I think the netball as well. They're up playing mm. as well. And yeah. Feel the wreck. Get on down here. We need you. All family and friends. Hex kids. Come on down. Hex kids. Yeah. Tuesday. <laughs> All those kids that were given out for free on, on, on Tuesday. Hope. Final words. Uh, yeah, hope everyone has been having a great week and staying safe and healthy and um, up for Tony. Nice. Everyone on Flaxmere, get on down. <laughs> Come down, take the uh, the gully. Get on down. Tell you what, everyone's eyeing up uh, Hope's leftover uh, fry bread. I'm definitely going to grab a couple bits. Yep, best fry bread around. Mm. And if you get down to the recon Saturday, you get a free bowl of fry bread from Hope. <laughs> uh, huge, yours please. Uh, yeah, just good luck to everyone that... Um... That's representing the village on on Saturday. Um, it's going to be a big weekend. Excited. Uh, get up the ABs. Get up the Warriors. Up the Warriors. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, looking forward to it. Phil the Rick, look, get on down here. <laughs> we need you. Even if you have COVID, come down. <laughs> Super spreader event. <laughs> and then afterwards, come over to the club, have a free feed. Game's on too if you're not up to much. Yeah, good mm. point. Yeah, good feedback at the club. Watch the ABs and the comfort of the club rooms. What about you, Hack? Yeah, looking forward to the game. And uh, yeah, I'll be going to the test, so I'm pretty excited. The decider. Just what I wanted. If you want to watch some quality rugby before you go to the All Blacks, <laughs> come on down, fill the wreck. We need you. Yeah, no, best of luck to all the villagers uh, this weekend. And um, yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Beware the tsunami. It's soon be done. It's soon be done. We are Patoni Rugby. We are Patoni Rugby. When the whistle blows. When the whistle blows. You know it's blue and white time. You know it's blue and white time. I'm gonna stand with the village beside me. Play for. Play for the ones who win before me. Can't stop. Can't stop Patoni Rugby. We're blue and white until we die.